right, hey, how's it going? This is Adventures and Lollygagging. Sorry, long just dropped like a massive, uh, a massive like surprise bomb on on us uh, behind the scenes. He's going to Gen Con. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to Gen Con. It's fine. <laughs> Steve and Melissa and I, we've been working on plans for months, and and Lawrence is like, yeah, I just I took care of everything like a couple days ago, and I'm going. So uh, yeah, there's that. Okay. So anyhow, we're gonna be at Gen Con in a couple weeks, so we're very excited. So hello, uh, we are playing Delta Green tonight, as per usual. Uh, and we are continuing our uh, What Lies We Tell campaign. Uh, we just started up. Uh, we are only we we're one session uh, in the bag so far. And uh, it's our I'm sort of calling it sort of like a prologue in a way as it's it's before they've actually been recruited into Delta Green. That's the kind of idea here is that none of them are really familiar with the fact that Delta Green exists at un the unnatural. They've really not had any hard proof of it. They might have suspicions of it. They don't have any hard, hard proof. Now they do. Uh, and uh, this is sort of what what opens the door for their recruitment into Delta Green. That's the kind of the idea with this uh, this opening prologue. I am going to we're going to try to see if we can finish it tonight. That's the that's the hope. Um, and it was planned as a two episode like punch in your face. Uh, but, uh, you know, if it, if it goes longer, it's going to go longer. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but uh, let's do a quick intro let's not go too crazy with it because i don't want to get everyone excited about these characters too much because some of them might not be making it out uh so just give us a quick rundown uh of, of your character just really fast uh so long can you tell us about luca yes he's a dea agent from new jersey he's got a family pizzeria he moved down to florida because there's work here he's getting involved with the miami district and now he's stuck here and what happens when he gets uh, excited and upset? What does he say? Which is his, which is catchphrase? It's the Mamma Mia. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Every time you do it, my mother's side of the family is like rolling over right now in their graves and in their beds. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, Melissa. Tell us about Sue Ann. Hey y'all, I am Sue Ann Katie. I am a master diver in the U.S. Navy, uh, stationed in Pensacola. I just want everyone, let's just everyone really give a lot of encouragement to Melissa, and I'm so very proud of her, uh, if I can take a moment to, to say this, uh, for, for really diving into some voices. Like this week we've seen her do... She's been knocking it out of the park. Right? She did like a German accent uh, in our Mothership game on Monday, our one shot, and now she's got this Southern one. This is great. Very excited. Uh, and then that voice that you just heard, that was Declan G.W. Ellis. Uh, Steven, tell us about, about Declan. Yeah, I'm not doing a voice for Declan, but uh, Declan Gordonwood Ellis is a renowned author and historian. Uh, if you're nice to him, he'll give you a signed copy of his book. And he has a pet beagle named Merlin, who is currently in danger. Indeed. Uh, and if you're not part of our uh, the Discord, uh, you can, Discord will pop up in the Twitch chat here and there. And if you chat this later on YouTube, look for the description. Uh, we have a, a wonderful Discord community we share with Defenders of Cobalt, Grim and Perilous as well. And like three, uh, our three groups are on there. Uh, and one of uh, a three-eyed cat who you've seen some images before dropped some artwork of Merlin and has developed the whole side story about Merlin. It's pretty fantastic. So you should go check it out. Uh, and then finally... And I do mean finally, uh, we've got, no, I'm just teasing. We've got Megan Hayes. Ashley, tell us about Meg. Uh, Meg is our nurse. Uh, she generally works in the ER department. Um, she's in Florida for some sort of convention. Um, 
I've learned she's not the most professional because she wears her scrubs everywhere, even probably when she shouldn't. That's so bad. <laughs> uh, They're yeah. comfortable. You've just figured out that it's comfortable and you don't have to well, think about it Well, I used to wear much. scrubs when I worked in the pharmacy, so I dig They're, scrubs. They're nice. But like, no matter way you look at it, if you wore the scrubs at work and now you're wearing it outside of work, that's very bad that's and not true. hygienic. What and if, if you're wearing the scrubs outside scrubs. of work and then wearing no. those scrubs to work, that's also not hygienic. So... Either way, <laughs> Megan's a terrible nurse. And she's going to suffer yeah. for it. No, she's That's okay. <laughs> she's uh, going to suffer yeah. for other things. She's uh, she's in danger. Yeah, uh, a bit. Yep, a bit. Uh, all right. So we'll do a quick, we'll do a summary. I don't promise that it'll be quick. I want to make sure everyone's on the same page and we'll dive in where we left off. So uh, the date is December 2009. Some people were asking about this. December 4th specifically, the story begins in Hypoluxo, Florida, which is on the southeast coast of Florida as Hurricane Maya. It is a fictional hurricane, so don't go looking it up. Uh, hurricane Maya slowly uh, rolled over that southeastern coast. And it was uncommonly late for hurricane season. Uh, early December, it's not, a, it's not a time where we really see hurricanes. Uh, many folks uh, started scrambling and found their way to Roland Green Elementary, which was being used as an emergency shelter. Uh, Maya made landfall in the late evening. And while events were transpiring, as expected in the shelter for the first few hours, that all changed with the arrival of some stranded DE agents that uh, Luca Dante was part of, and they were escorting a prisoner. Uh, shelter volunteers, law, local law enforcement, they tried to help the DEA get like a, a, the, the prisoner in a private room, away from everybody else. All that worked out just fine. And then one of the, one of the people in, in this shelter, in this cafeteria, this elementary school cafeteria, noticed something outside. Uh, and you all, and a couple of you saw this as well, as there was a the sound of a woman calling for help maybe and when you looked outside there was a, a body uh floating in the water near the playground for elementary school uh sue ann you uh, being a member of the u.s navy you led a group outside to retrieve the woman you tried to recruit declan that didn't work because declan was too busy arguing with young children about whether or not they could play uh with his uh, beloved dog merlin uh, and when he dies i imagine uh, merlin will uh, will will probably live on with those kids uh, now you retrieve the body, uh, but something else was sort of swimming around in the floodwaters. Sue Ann, you nearly drowned. Something kind of tugged you under, uh, but you were okay. I think it was Megan who might've saved you. Declan at the very least did open the back door for you that let you all bring this, this body of a very bloated woman. Uh, you, you think it was a Asian, Asian American woman. You couldn't, you know, you don't, didn't really get any, any actual identification on her. Uh, but you brought her inside, you put her in the walk-in cooler while you still had power. Uh, and, uh, I think it was Megan who did a, kind of a cursory examination to some degree. Uh, and the one kind of thing that you were able to determine is that it felt like she was in the water for way longer than the rain that has been coming down for the hurricane, like, like weeks or months longer, not just a few hours or a day or two. Uh, so you, you were, while you were doing this, there's a bit of a commotion that started to transpire as, uh, as, as our Karen, uh, who that's not her actual name. Uh, she started, uh, started trying to figure out what the hell's going on. Why, why are people hiding this stuff from us? Uh, and so people were trying to calm her down, but also Luca's partners got attacked by their prisoner and their prisoner escaped. Declan, you also noticed that your dog was gone. Poor Morlin was gone. And those, those pesky kids were probably responsible because they were missing too. And so people started fanning out, 
searching for some folks. Sue Ann's mother never came back from the bathroom and she left. It was one of the first things we saw in the campaign when she like went and gone to the bathroom and never came back. Started searching around. Declan, you got you dra- almost dragged out of a broken window by some some sort of piece of seaweed or kelp or whatever that wrapped around your neck and tried to pull you inside. Uh, when you all were looking at the bathroom, you noticed that there was flooding coming out of the faucets. The faucets were, there's this viscous, dark floodwater fluid also coming up out of the toilets as well. You found Sue Ann's mother, but her face was all contorted. She was like attacked or something and, and seemed to be, she was alive. She had a heartbeat, a pulse, etc. but something was wrong with her face. It was just absolutely disgusting. As you all were kind of starting to spread out at that, or actually you were coming away, coming back from the bathroom. Megan, uh, you were kind of dragging the body being the nurse. You all saw a figure in the hallway, uh, which had started to flood, by the way. It got up to your ankles or so with this water. It was another woman you had seen at some point during the during your time in the shelter. Uh, and she started kind of moving all glitchily down the hallway. And then she started moving a lot faster than any person really should. Her arms almost seeming to like extend and, and push the boundaries that the skin uh, would allow. And she attacked you started trying to at one point vomit seawater and that fluid into Sue Ann's face. Um, you guys got into a fight. Declan ran. Uh, he and the, the parent of one of the missing children and the older brother of the other missing child, you all ran deeper into the, uh, into the school. Uh, Luca and Sue, you started fighting this thing. Megan, you tried to drag Sue Ann's body back into the cafeteria like a hero. Uh, and then, uh, and then this thing just kept kept fighting and fighting luca eventually you chased after declan and sue ann you kept firing and when 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 declan kind of rounded a corner he looked down the hallway he saw merlin he saw the two kids they were like for some reason like on top of a desk that was pushed all the way at the end of this hallway that had been flooded with water up to his knees as he took a step in that direction kind of go get his dog he got pulled under by something and something wrapped around his legs we also turned in to Megan, who as she was bringing Sue Ann's mom in, everyone was panicking. She noticed a shadow. The lights started to flicker and go out, power kind of coming in and coming out. There was only hurricane lights that were lanterns that were actually illuminating everything. And you saw that that dead, bloated woman that you had dragged into the walk-in cooler had somehow animated, had left the kitchen, had come into the cafeteria, and had swollen and grown to be four five feet taller than she had been before and as we were watching her the skin around her belly ripped open and about a about eight or ten nasty black green slick tentacles came flying out in all directions so that was happening last time so go ahead and get started uh for this new uh this new session so Let's go ahead uh, and let's go ahead and start it up pretty much exactly where we picked off. We're going to keep it in structured time uh, because I feel like there's a lot of little things going on. Uh, So just to give you the reset, Sue, you are in the hallway by yourself, still fighting this woman. You just shot her in the face uh, and you saw like part of her part of her head is exploded but pouring out of it is this sludge, this this, mm-hmm. this soup. Yeah, Luca, you just rounded the corner, uh, chasing after Declan. 
Uh, you've got those two civilians to either side. If you're trying to go in different directions, one's trying to break into a classroom looking for her daughter. The other is trying to break outside into one of the annexes looking for his younger brother. And you see Declan get plunged down into the dark water in front of you. And you see down this long hallway, there are the kids and the dog kind of huddling and they look frightened. The power is is fluctuating. It's coming in. It's coming out. It's almost strobing to a certain point. And Megan, you are in the cafeteria as everyone is panicking. We're going to start at the top of the round, uh, and we're also going to start with a sanity test for Megan. As Megan, you look up, you see this massive bloated woman and all of these tentacles. So go ahead and rip that uh, rip that sand test for us. 24, success. Needed 99, or that 79. Is, that is fantastic. I'm so glad you passed that. That means you don't take uh, a ridiculous amount of sanity. <laughs> Instead, you take a healthy amount of sanity loss because, <laughs> because like this is one of those roles where it's like passing. I'm taking is some still regardless. Bad. Yeah. Oh God, that's not. You don't want me to see lolly when I roll that die. Uh, no. I rolled that's, a lolly on my no. die. That's tw- oh okay. That's, that's eight. eight. Okay. It would have been twenty if you oh. failed. It's it's a d8. I was like, uh, oh, it's a d8 fuck. for a pass. Eight is so, more than five. Megan, you take eight points of sanity loss now. Uh, if, if you want, you can try to, before we get into the temp, potential temporary insanity, cause at five losses, it is, if you wanted to try to project this onto your bonds, you can do that if you like, cause I think you still have willpower. Uh, yeah. So what I'll push off four. Okay. Well, actually you first, you need I'd to, have do, to do all of it. Yeah. So, so in order to do it, no, no, no I mean, like it, you're not going to be able to do it all, but when you're when you want to project it, you can spend I'm willpower. Projecting to Projecting it loss. on my boyfriend. Roll a D four first, because this because you might not be able to project as much as you think. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you can only you can only project a D four's worth. Three. Uh, which is three. So that's still gonna reduce it to five though. So you're not gonna get out so of the I'm temporary. So I'm still insanity. gonna have insanity. So then I'm just gonna keep I'm just gonna take the the thing and keep my I know. I think you got to take it once you. Okay. Yeah, once you I, I remember that it. happening to yeah. me in our in Impossible Landscape. Like yeah. you spent it and you still get it anyway, got unfortunately, because it. it's a dice roll. Reduce your willpower by three because it's equal to the amount that you just rolled. Okay. Reduce your sanity by five. Yep. And you are also now suffering from temporary insanity, Megan. Uh, now, temporary insanity is what happens when it's five or more points on a single sanity, or on a, a sanity on a single roll. That just happened. You get the choice of fleeing, struggle, not a choice, but like we kind of work together to figure this out. Flee, struggle, or submit. Struggle does not really make sense as this is, this is from un, the unnatural. I think this is either going to be a flee or submit situation. So flee is just like you panic and run. Submit is just like that classic shock. Uh, so if, if I always think of like the thing when windows is staring as, as like the, one of his, one of his friends starts to turn into a thing and he's just staring at it like dumbly, just amazed and in shock at it. So what do you think? Do we think Megan is a fleer? Do we think Megan is somebody who would suffer shock? What do we think? Um, I think she's a runner cause she ran towards, you know, saving someone, but okay. now there's this supernatural horror, and I think sh- her instinct would also be to run. What's your con? Uh, my constitution is uh, 12, 60%. Okay. So you're going to run for a number of uh, number of turns equal to your con or until it feels like you might be safe. 
Okay. Uh, and at that point, you might suffer some more willpower loss. Now, it's you're not you're not running right this second. We're going to keep structured time, so but you will start to run. Uh, and I've already rolled for everybody, all the civilians and, and what they're doing. So whatever. Top of the round, you might not be able to get to run. That's the thing. Top of the round. Yeah, that's uh, what I was it thinking. Is, <laughs> it is, uh, and again, dex, it's dex scores. The bloated woman goes first. Uh, she actually goes first in this round. So we're in this cafeteria. Uh, there's a couple dozen people, including Megan. Uh, Megan, you have Sue Ann's body. You also, one of your other patients, uh, Luca's, uh, uh, Luca's, one, one of Luca's uh, partners. What was her Sam. name? Samantha. Yeah, Sam. Uh, they, she had like an, a concussion you were dealing with Sue Ann's or thing, but you are now panicking and fleeing and like you are having m like all logic and all heroism kind of is thrown out the window. So you also, all of us would notice that there are dozens of other people in here that are suffering mixtures of fleeing, uh, shock, uh, and some of them ha are just like falling to the ground and weeping cover or doing like they're, they're covering their heads. Like it's not happening. It's not happening. Others are just kind of staring up at this. <laughs> Others are vomiting on the ground and, uh, about a dozen and a half, about 15 or so, uh, stampede for the door, uh, which is not good. So you see them sloshing through the water, which is again, about ankle to shin uh, length. And they're pushing over each other like a wave, uh, as they're scrambling towards it. That's not her action. Her action instead is going to be to extend these tentacles out. And I'm going to uh, see whether or not Megan is hit by one of these. Uh, so, Ashley, high or low? Uh, let's go high. Okay. Uh, it's not really going well for you. <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> so, uh, okay. No. So, two tentacles are going to go out. Uh, one of them uh we'll see is going to wrap around uh is going to wrap around oh man the uh one of the one of the shelter workers uh diego a man in his 30s uh you can see he just he just looked and he was in shock and staring and it just wraps around him and you can see it pulls like the tentacles like pulling closer and closer a second tentacle wraps around <laughs> As it's pulling closer and you see the skin on this body begins to tear on these other smaller uh, portions and these maws begin to open and it starts to kind of open it up like it's pulling its head right into the maw. A second a second grouping of tentacles is starting group is like grabbing or slapping or knocking down different people. One of them, unfortunately, Megan, does manage to whip out in your direction. Uh, so you are going to take a take a shot here um this one's just going to be the the attack as opposed to the grapple okay uh it's still very hard for me to fail unfortunately yeah that's out of the box uh it's a 14 so that'll be a success um you because you are unfortunately freaking the f out um, yeah, there's no I would dodging say that. Yeah, you're probably like, well, you can't control your actions, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you wouldn't instinctively do things. So I, I would say, if you wanted, no, I think yeah, I think you're just gonna take the damage. I'm sorry. I think I think you're gonna take the damage. 
uh, as you because you are you are turning and running for the door. At yeah, all. she's looking away yeah. from it. Yeah. So you're exactly that's that's exactly what I was thinking too. Okay, it's three d sixes. Okay, that's a it's a two, a two, and a six. That's ten points of damage. Uh, yeah, I'm down. Uh, Are you serious? How much health? Negative you? one. I had well because remember I got injured when we were bringing her in. Oh wow. my god, that's right. Mm-hmm. So we watch as Megan, you, you, and some of these other folks who are running for the door turn. And you're lunging for the door. You're like some people are trying to open, are trying to push, some are trying to pull, and it's this this moment of panic as this 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 stampede's happening, and you're getting shoved, and everyone else is having the same issues that you are, and you kind of get pushed off, and this tentacle just kind of comes sweeping through, and it doesn't wrap around you so much as it just kind of lifts you and smashes you into the wall, and you fall down into the water. And we're going to cut out of the cafeteria as our POV character is no longer uh, capable of doing so. It's capable yeah, of providing us that POV. Negative one health I'm right so, now. I am so sorry, Ashley. Okay. I thought once you passed the sand, I thought you were going to be okay. I know. I know. You all left her. Classic. Okay. Next up in the order, uh, we go outside that cafeteria where we see this blighted disgusting this this woman who has clearly suffered some sort of transfiguration we also notice as like half of her face is is missing and you can see like the sludge is coming down from it she's going to continue to attack you sue Anne, as the two of you have been fighting this whole time uh, i think that she's just gonna go at you um let's see okay Let's uh, you see are if not we're going to be a two for two here. You are not grappled. I believe in you. I believe. <laughs> it's it's like <laughs> I was actually really shocked. That's just the tentacle shot hit you, like killed you, like you know, knock you down. That's so like because there's like so much worse stuff. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I just, I just told like, oh you, shit! She was not the yeah. combat character. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be an attack. Are you going to fight back? Or are you just going to let it or, or, or do anything, Suan? I want to be able to shoot her next time, so I think I Okay, have you're gonna let it go not. through. Okay. That may uh, be a poor choice. No, it's fine. Um it's a I need a sixty-five or under for her. Uh that is a thirteen. I'm counting down. E- your dice uh, rolling is better this episode than it was last episode. It was really last bad. Episode, last episode. You were rolling it like nineties and things. Yep. I was due. I was really due. So if you watched... Oh, okay. oh, totally. oh yeah, totally. Uh, only two points of damage. Oh, uh, thank goodness. Okay. Unfortunately, that's only a D6. So, okay. Uh, so then, if that one's over, the next one who goes is going to be... Let's see who's next. Um, we, we cut then again. We jump into the hallway where, Declan, you have just fallen beneath the water and you feel something just tighten you feel your bones crunch you feel your ankle crack you take one point of damage as uh whatever is wrapped around your leg it's just doing hardcore squeezing constricting and they all are finished uh steven uh a deck line i think is the highest decks amongst the four of you and you are now up what would you like to do i want to do everything i can to get out of its grip and run away 
All right, you need to roll a strength test since you're already grappled. You need to roll a strength test to try to break right. free, or you can attempt to attack whatever. So that's up to you. You can just try to break free, or you can try to attack whatever it is that's on you. Those are your choices. Uh, definitely break free. Um, how are we doing audience dice again? And do, uh, do we have audience 10. dice? We're good. We're just plus just 10. Yeah, it's plus 10. Per, you can't use it for sanity. You can't use it for luck, but you can use it for skill or for uh, attribute tests. You get plus 10%. I'd like to use two audience dice because strength is my worst skill and I'm trying to break free. I need a 70. It's contested, so I'm going to roll two. Go ahead. I got a 96. Okay. Funny story. I quite literally rolled a 97, which is hilarious. That wow. You a uh, the thing is, oh though, is like you failed. Yeah. Um, so I think things just sort of stay exactly as they were because uh, you didn't succeed. Uh, so you are thrashing around in the water. Um, you, it's not so deep that you are sinking beneath it. It's like shin height, maybe up to knees. And so you're able to sort of contort. And it's really just your legs that something's wrapped around. Uh, and, you can, and, you're, and you can splash around just fine. Uh, but you are unable to break free. Uh, next up, I think, is going to be Sue Ann. I'm shooting. I'm going to get this thing taken care of before it goes anywhere else. Okay. Yeah, go right ahead. It's just you and her in here. You can you can sort of step take a step or two back and fire. Uh, and then go for it. Oh man, that is good. Forty one under forty four. Okay. So uh, that is a success. Roll your damage. Actually, might be enough. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. One. That is unfortunately not enough. <laughs> Gosh darn it. Uh, one point <laughs> is actually not enough to take her out. Uh, <sighs> she is quite damaged. You just kind of clip her this time on the shoulder, uh, but the two of you are still uh, going at it. I will give you also, give me an alertness roll. Um, you're in combat, so I'm going to say, let's take like a, and, and it's also the lights flickering, the power's going out here and there. So I'll say alertness minus 20. You okay. might not. So yeah. just a reminder that my alertness is 80, if that counts for any sort of like. Uh, I would say, yeah, if this was not, if you weren't in combat, you'd get this for free. Okay. But the fact that you are in combat, I do want the roll. Uh, 75 under 80. No, okay. no, sorry. No, you said. Well, if you want to, yeah, it's, it's minus 20. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, you don't see this other thing that I was going to say, but I'm not going to say it now. Shoot. I should have taken audience mm -hmm. for that. Okay. I don't see it. He's got a little, got a little I shot there. for one point. He's got a little arrogant. You're like, I got 80 <laughs> alertness. Yeah, you're right. I did. Yep. yep. <laughs> you actually hit 60 for that point. Okay. So that is the end of your round there. Uh, we'll go to Luca. Luca, you see Declan splashing around. He is in trouble. He's struggling. Something's wrong. I'll run up to him and try to help him up. Okay, when you when you lean over or you bend down to try to get him, you see wrapped around his leg is what looks almost like an eel or a snake. It's slick. It's like this dark, terrible green. And it just, it has like these very tiny little maws in it, kind of all up and down. And it's just constricting and constricting and you see a tiny little trickle of blood come out from under a tear in Declan's pants that's dripping into the water 
Uh, I do need you to roll a sand test for this, though, at seeing this thing that is clearly not just an eel, but it is a it has like about a dozen of these tiny little maws are just all kind of moving their mouths a bit here and there. All right. My 37 sand. I got a 36. I just okay. passed it. You're good to go. Zero Ooh. one. Zero one. You're good to go. Uh, but yeah, some sort of strange freakish eel of some kind or, or, or snake has wrapped itself around Declan and he is thrashing around. What would you like and to I'll, do? I'll grab my attack flashlight and just bash at it until he's free. Okay. Roll an attack. Yeah. Just roll your attack. No, uh, it's not going to do anything. So it's just a, it's just a straight attack roll. Uh, what kind of attack is this? Uh, it's a melee is weapon. It? I think if you're using melee. your flashlight. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Okay. I have a 30 in that. Okay. Uh, because I would say it's constricting and, and relatively stationary, it's not trying to actively dodge. I would actually give you probably a plus 20 to this because it's, it's really just whatever. And if you miss, you just hit Declan. So it's no real big thing. I hit Declan in the ankle because I got a 75. <laughs> 75. As you go to swing down and you, <laughs> you it, like Declan just squirms. Declan, you feel pain as your ankle just, uh, your head pops up just in time to see Luca just swigging down a flashlight onto you. What the fudge? <laughs> There's something on you. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll go back then to the top of the round. Something happens in the cafeteria. We unfortunately have uh, no specific viewpoint of that yet. Uh, and then we come then to the fight out in the hallway outside the cafeteria um and we have uh same thing she's just gonna keep trying to hurt you ah 71 uh that is a fail uh, i needed 65 71 over 65 so she comes lunging at you uh but she misses you manage to dodge it away just at the last second she slides across scrambles splashes the water around continuing to rise a little bit here and there again shin height almost knee height she turns around face you see this this tongue kind of start unfurling a bit and then um the tentacle will continue to constrict uh declan roll one uh one uh, excuse me not to roll anything just take a point of damage which is a flat okay. point uh and i would also note i'd also say that luca what's your alertness at of a 70 okay a 70 in this case uh, because you're not actively fighting a creature that's fighting back the way sue is you do notice that there is Something moving in the water in your direction in between the flickering lights. It's moving away from where the, the children and the dog were huddled on the far hallway. And you can see there's something like a couple somethings kind of slithering in the water in your direction and where and where Declan is as well. Turn to Declan. Uh, my melee is just as good as my strength to break free i think it's better to break free and try to put some distance between it so i'm just going to keep kicking and thrashing to try and get away okay uh yeah so if you're kicking and thrashing so again you can either attack or you can just do the contested strength break free your call okay yeah roll the uh, strength do we still have audience dice i'm burning through them now yes sir okay i'd like to take two so i need a 70 again mm-hmm. uh 35 uh, that is a that is a successful broke free as I rolled a fail on my test uh, and as you kind of reach down you you just yank away 
and then you kind of push your legs apart a bit until finally it, it just kind of unfurls a bit. It slips in your hands and goes kind of flying up and splashes down in the water, thrashing around. It's not dead as you didn't attack it. You just tried to rip it off, but you are now free. You can stand as well if you like. Yeah, I just want to start hobbling away as fast as I can, you know, standing okay. up, whatever my movement will take me. Okay. Uh, are you hobbling behind Luca? Or are you hobbling towards your... Or towards Merlin. Dog? Okay, so you're hobbling towards Merlin. What is your Luca can deal at? with this. What is your uh, alertness? My alertness is not good. 23. Okay, you can roll an alertness test if you like. Yeah, let's see how this goes. Uh, 46, so that is a fail. Okay, you do not notice that there are more squiggly things in the water between you and your dog coming towards you like Lucas saw, but you haven't seen it. Uh, we'll kick over to Sue Ann in the hall again. Sue Ann. So she is, she is just like, this thing is just kind of tr- keeps like coming at her and coming at her. And she just, she's kind of got her gun in her hand and she's like, I do not know what the hell you are, but you need to not exist anymore. And so she is going to, this is more just kind of flavor, but she is going to just kind of like, kind of take that second to just really kind of like anchor her hand kind of under the gun, kind of take that breath in and kind of exhale and just really try to like be done with this thing. Cause last time she didn't really hit it very well center mass with that like one point. And so she's really kind of like this, this abomination needs to absolutely get the hell out of my hallway. All right. Give it a roll. So I am going to take two. Uh, It would have been a success anyway. Uh, That is a 42 under what was then a 64. Okay. What's the damage? That's the key Uh, thing here. I know. This is the thing that just is the roll. (laughs) So this is just a straight D10. Let's see what this is. Two. Two is exactly as much as it had left, I swear oh, to you. It had three in the last round. Yeah. <laughs> it had that. So if you rolled a one again, I was gonna freak out. But like <laughs> you turn and you unload and you catch like two, three shots, center mass, and each one just kind of rips open her chest. It just pushes past with the soggy clothing that she has over over top of it. But you can see her chest itself just begins to kind of fall away like tissue paper until the back wall is just scattered with gore and she falls down to the ground. Uh, have you, are you, uh, are you active? Have you been active duty? Like have you, have you been in, you know, have you been in combat? Have you, have you, I know this is a forward question. Would, would we think Sue Ann has killed someone before? I will say We'll say no. Like, I'll say she's seen dangerous situations, but okay. I'm going to say no, not. Yeah, no. Okay, I'm going to say, um, just roll a quick sand for violence really fast here. Uh, this is just the fact that you just did this. Um, so just roll sand. It's not as though this thing wasn't trying to kill you either, but you did just, you can very clearly tell sure. you did something awful here. It had been a human at one point. That is a 99. Okay. Uh, that is a crit fail, uh, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in, uh, in the handler screen, it says kill in defense of oneself or another uh, is a zero slash one D four sand test. 
And since your crit failed, you get the max, which is a four on a D4. So you're going to take four points of sand loss from violence. Um, do you want to push that into bonds or anything? You want to project that? Uh, I'll just sit with it. Okay, take your four. Yeah. You also now, as you take a breath, you hear what's going on inside the cafeteria and you hear screams of agony, screams of fear, and you see there's like the the cafeteria door itself is being bulged against as you can see there's a group pushing and pushing. And eventually as you look over and you're 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 in a moment of shock after what just happened to you personally and what you just did to this person, and you're all by yourself in this flickering darkness your mother's not here she's in the cafeteria where all those sounds are coming from and you just see like that wave pours out as the doors fly open and you see about seven or eight people just flow into the hallway we'll come back to that in a moment long uh luca just saw declan pull the thing off of his legs and he's now running in the direction of the children and more accurately the dog and you notice that there are these other squiggly things moving in, in, in your direction. All in all, you can see, I would say with your alertness, there's three that are moving towards him, and there's one that you that he just threw off of himself that's kind of between you and him. What would you like to do, Luca? There's more coming your way, Declan. Watch your feet as I'll stomp on the one that he freed himself from. Okay. Uh, yeah, if you stomp, um, I'm going to say this thing... Yeah, I'm going to say like you can just you can just do it because it just kind of flew off and it's recalibrating itself. And if you're just going to stomp down on it and you don't worry about hitting Declan anymore, you land on it and you feel it squish beneath your feet as your 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 foot pushes through the water, pushes down and then against the against the floor and it wrenches free. Uh, and yeah, it's dead. Uh, anything else you wanted to do? I'll follow after him. Okay, and you take and you catch up with them quickly. And now the two of you are, we'll say, halfway uh, through that hallway towards where the kids are, where the dog is, uh, and you also hear the sounds of sloshing from behind. And you see, turning around the corner, uh, you see uh, what looks like Castillo, uh, the the older brother of uh, of Ricky, who is one of these kids that are huddling at the end of this hallway. Uh, and you also uh, you also see Lisa Young, who is the young mother uh, of Jamie, the other child who is huddling with Merlin. Um, Ashley, you want to play Jamie? OK, uh, you're muted, but uh, you want to play Jamie? You good? Yes. Yeah. OK, uh, you can take an action if you like. You see your only child, your young, like six year old, just adorable sweetheart. You're a single mom. Your mother is. Oh, yeah. She's running horrible towards her person. kid. OK, you run right past Declan and Luca. Uh, for for now, let's say I don't have a the sheet race to say we'll just use that. It will just use a we'll just use your your stats as Megan. What's your okay. alertness at? Uh, my alertness is 60. As you run and start to push past them, you notice that there's something moving towards you on the water. You look down at it. I mean, untrained eye. There is a group of snakes swimming through this dark water as the light continues to flicker on and off. Uh, do you do you want to do anything with that or do you just want to continue to try, try to just rush through them? Um, is there anything near uh, like else in this hallway that she could jump on top of to maybe like jump over them easier? Uh, high or low? 
Uh, we'll try low, but it's probably going to be bad. It's a three, so you're good. So, yeah, you can see that they have, it looks like they had moved some things into the hallway, and that's why, like, there's some, like, they moved some things out of some of the classrooms that were, that had access to windows, and they moved some of the stuff into the hallway, and you can definitely see there's a couple of tables and things that you can hop on. So, yeah, you can climb up on on that problem. She'll jump up on one of those. Sure thing. And she's going to yell to Declan and Luca that there's snakes in the water. Okay. Uh, then we'll say, let's see, Steven's gone, Melissa, you've gone, everyone's gone. We go back to the top of the round. Uh, okay. So, Sue, you see a stumbling, falling out of this cafeteria room. You see a handful of people, some of whom you recognize. Uh, you see what looks like, um, what looks like the the young uh, the the other head of the uh, uh, of the actual shelter, uh, kind of blonde hair, twenty something Heather Moore, and she her eyes are just drenched with what you think are probably tears. Uh, you can see the paramedic friend that Meg had. Um, you can see that kind of sunburned, beached bum as well, uh, Ronnie Lightside, uh, and you can see that as they stumble out with a few other faces, something reaches out, wraps itself around, oh, uh, around poor Heather Moore, uh, the other, the other attendant. And you see as she's crying, she just got through the door, she's about to scramble up and run away, and she reaches out to you as this slick, black green tentacle wraps around her her face goes <gasps> as if she just lost all her breath and she gets yanked back into the cafeteria you don't i'm gonna say you don't actually have full view into the cafeteria or when say you're on an angle which is probably good for you so you don't have to roll anything just yet um but a couple of people just stumbled out and they are panicked and they are certainly in pain. You can see that there's a body or two in the water as well that you think that you can't identify because they might have gotten trampled and pushed down by some of these people who were running. Uh, okay, so the blighted one woman is dead. The tentacles. Okay. Uh, so I need Luca and Declan. These things are going to attempt to uh, <clears throat> attempt to latch onto you. You can, add, like, like, like usual, you can attempt to um, you can attempt to dodge. You can attempt to to fight back, whatever you prefer. As each of these are going to try to latch onto you. Definitely going to dodge. Okay, two are going to go for Luca. One's going to go for Declan. Uh, so I'll start with Declan. It's just the one. How'd you do? Uh, I needed a fifty-four. I succeeded with a thirty-six. Okay, I also pass, but I pass with a 17. And since your number, your success is higher, you actually do kind of dodge out of the way as you see it reaches up like it's almost like what happened to you when you leaned yourself out the window. It just sort of launches itself for a moment out of the water, but you dodge out of the way and it just kind of goes flying uh, behind you and splashes down uh, right in front of Castillo. Uh, Luca, uh, I'm same fight thing. Back. Okay. All right, how'd you do? A 54 under 60. Okay, I failed with a 49. Uh, so what's the damage that you can do with this flashlight? It's a D4, I think. Let me check. Roll the D4. See how much damage uh, yeah, you get. Yeah, D4 plus one. Yeah, go ahead and roll, roll that damage. Uh, 
Uh, one, so two damage. Uh, still uh, two points of damage. You're able to take one of these. Actually, two points of damage. You can take both of them out. As you smash away at them, they don't have a ton of health. You smash away and you kind of pin one against the desk that, that, uh, uh, that's, what's her name? Uh, Lisa just jumped upon. Uh, and then the other one, you just managed to smash down and right like overhand haymaker into the water. And you just see the color of the water suddenly shift and change. There's still, uh, what appears to be one more that's kind of starting to, to swim in the direction of Castillo, having been, um, having managed to sort of leap up towards Declan and Declan managed to dodge out of the way. I'm going to turn to Declan then. Um, so your action is 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 taken uh, from dodging, but you can still move. So do you want to continue to move towards them? Uh, with those things that they move towards us and they tried to grab me, does that mean there's still more between me and Merlin? Yeah, like two see. people have warned me. Not okay. that you, uh, can, you, you think it's clear. I'm going to keep going for Merlin then. Okay. You run towards Merlin. I guess low. I'll look for the kids. I did later. yell snakes in the water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Higher low, Steven. Uh, always go low. Okay. Uh, I rolled I, I rolled low again. You get you you start getting within about four five four feet of the desk, and you see Merlin break free from the hug of uh, what looks like Jamie and leaps off the table into your arms. Like just flies through the air towards you and just <laughs> and is definitely scared to death but it's in your arms i yell out to the kids follow me and then i start turning around okay you turn around (laughs) oh my gosh you see lisa you see luca you see castillo who is staring wide-eyed at this slithering mass of something coming towards him and you hear two splashes behind you which you presume are the children jumping into the water I'm sure. Uh, we're going to kick over then to Sue Ann. You see a mass of people. You recognize a few. There's a few that are a few bodies in the water. You hear horrific screams coming from inside. You just saw one of the shelter workers get yanked back inside by a massive tentacle. You know that Meg is in there. You know that your mother is in there. You just suffered four points of sanity loss. And that's kind of going through your mind is just killed someone. What do you do? She is freaking out Um, like this incident in the hallway is definitely like, you know, she considers herself a pretty tough person. There's a whole lot of things that she has seen that other people wouldn't have ever seen, but not this. Um, And so she is definitely, though, she knows her mom went into the cafeteria with someone that can provide medical assistance. So... Like, despite the fact that there are people coming out, she has not seen Megan come out with her mom. So I think she has to make an attempt to kind of try to get low kind of between people and see if she can get in there and at least lay eyes on her mom or Megan. You push as best you can through this throng of people who are frantically half swimming, half crawling half walking stumbling past you pushing past you some are grabbing you begging you for help others you see are fleeing for the main door of the elementary school and going out into hurricane winds others are running deeper into the high school just like you saw declan and luca do moments before and then you look up 
and you see in the middle of the cafeteria, you see about eight or so tentacles that are shifting and moving out in all sorts of different directions from a massive bloated woman that looks just like the one that you brought in, at least partially, except she has suffered horrific damage across the belly on all these massive black tentacles. You see she's pulling what looks like Heather Moore through the air in her direction as one of these tentacles is just moving with it. You can see that one of the other tentacles seems to have placed Diego, the other health worker, up against her side, almost like like for a second, it almost looks like a mother breastfeeding for a moment, but you realize that is not what's happening as this violent implosion of Diego's head suddenly occurs in front of you as the skull just collapses inward and you just hear this horrific slurping sound and then his body just sort of shakes in the air. A few other people are caught up being thrown around, vomiting in the air. You see Megan floating in the ground a few feet in. You see your mother a little bit further in as it looks like someone had placed her atop of a group of tables. You see Luca, Luca's uh, uh, partner, Sam, same thing, kind of right next to your mother. I need you to roll a sand test before we say anything else. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, 25. Okay, that's a, that's a pass. So, again, it's only going to be the D8. Uh, and I rolled much better than I rolled against Ashley. I rolled a three. So it's three points of sin. Okay, 71. Do, do you take that? I'm going to let it Okay. ride it's for fun. a little bit. Like, <laughs> one of the people that she would push it to is laying in the ground in there. So. Okay. So you have just taken four points from what transpired in the middle of the hallway and now three points from this. I don't, I mean, I imagine your brain is just going insane. Uh, no, uh, no, Edo, it's uh, it's a temporary insanity is five off a single roll. Uh, so four plus three are two separate rolls. Okay. As you look in, you feel a hand wrap around your forearm and you look down as the man in that that sort of Hawaiian shirt sunburn is almost using you to sort of pull himself up. You can see that something is wrong with his leg. And he looks at you and every time you've you've encountered him before, he's had a you know kind of a nonchalant kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. He's just sort of shrugging. He, you know, he just sort of shrugged when the Karen yelled at him. And he's like, don't go in there. We got to run. We got to go. And he's just uh, grabbing onto your arm. My mama. Your mama's gone. Trust me. Help. Uh, Go. And he's just like kind of pushing at you. And then, Sue, what do you do? It's your choice. uh, I mean, she fought real hard against this thing and it took several rounds to get the one down that was in front of her. And so I think she kind of has an understanding of like, that took too long for me to deal with that. And that's like way bigger. And she's scared at this point. So I think she's just gonna, she's gonna kind of close her eyes for a second. And she's gonna be like, I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
and then she opens her eyes and she's going to kind of pick him up and kind of just move into sort of herding mode away. Okay. Do you do you go deeper into the school uh, where Declan and Luca ran off to? Do you run outside? Do you ignore Meg as well, who you see just kind of floating in the water, moving past you? Sorry, Ashley. She understands. If I'm leaving my mom in there, I'm leaving you in there. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so which way did you yeah. go? Uh, I'll go... I'll go towards... Because I think I saw Declan go in that direction, so I think I'll go that Decla, way. Declan and Luca. You saw runs. Okay. Yeah. I'll go that and way. So you start dragging him away, and he's like, "Go quick, go!" Ugh. And he is, and he's put his arm around you. But when you look, when you peek down, something has shredded his leg. Like you can see that, like the bone is is coming out of the skin. Uh, you would imagine that he has suffered something, perhaps from one of these tentacle attacks or something like that. But it seems to have endured it. A couple folks follow you. Others, you can hear fleeing outside. Uh, you don't see what happens to them. It's nothing pretty, uh, but they run outside as well. Okay. Um, I will say we'll, we can drop out of out of structured because the one thing that's still left immediately between you guys has literally one HP. And I would imagine between Luca and Declan and Lisa and everybody, they're able to smash down that last one. Um, Lisa, who Ashley has so graciously taken over for us, uh, you watch as your daughter, Jamie, mama, and she just hops off the water and she starts trying to like half walk, half swim. She's a six year old kid. So like knee high water for us is much higher for her. uh, But she is still kind of coming over in your direction. Yeah, she's going to scoop her up and kind of wear her like a backpack kind of, but on her front and she's holding her. Okay. Uh, and I'll say the same thing kind of happens with, um, with Ricky and Castillo, Luca, you have the flashlight, you start bashing away and you can take out the last of those slithering things without an issue as he's kind of staring almost in shock at it. And then he looks up and you can see that young Ricky is now running Declan. You have Merlin in your hands. You're at this intersection. There is, so there's this long hallway that where the kids were at the far end. Remember so many things are boarded up. Uh, at this point, because not not everything's accessible, you did see that Castillo was like breaking down one of the doors that would give access to one of the different uh, annexes or different areas. As you all are are kind of huddling in that T section, you see coming around the corner Sue Ann, and she is in a terrible state. Her face is covered in blood and gore. You can see that she has Ronnie Lightside the Tommy Bahama shirt that that whole beautiful Hawaiian shirt he had kind of ripped and stained with blood and God knows what else you can see his leg is almost dragging limply behind him. A couple other folks are coming with him uh, as they're turning the corner. We're going to say I'm going to roll some dice to see who it is. Um, so the other people that are there running with you, uh, you see Okay, you see, uh, Luca, you see your partner, Mark. Uh, he survives. Uh, he's part of that crowd that's running away. You see uh, Officer Joe Davis uh, as well is kind of running, and he looks terrified. 
and these are all the people who kind of turn around and like you have this group all of you are right here and i will stop the action music for a, for a moment and i will say what happens guys all right so i need I think- officer davis what's happening back there hi hi i don't if oh ten, this big tent tent they just ripped him, sucked his brains out like okay ten, okay I, I got it and he can tell he's like freaking out the school is there any opening areas is there a rooftop um okay uh yeah uh he's just like babbling incoherently unable to get his senses about him so man you're holding you know this guy in your arms and he's the one who speaks up and he says hi barry on a hill high point go don't stay in the water they're in the water Right. Sue Ann is just kind of as, as she's holding him, like you, you can just hear her, like she just is continually muttering under her breath. She's like, I'm sorry, mama. I'm sorry, mama. Uh, I'm sorry, mama. Uh, I'm sorry, mama. And you just, that's just what she's not engaging in the conversation just yet. Okay. All right, uh, let's get a move okay. on then to the library. We'll start directing okay. however we can. You look at the wind, you look at like one of the like there's a map here and there like these emergency exit routes and stuff like that and you think that you can break out through the door that castillo has had been trying to smash open and you can kind of follow that around you're going to be partially exposed but you're going to like the way the school is i'm not sure what your guys schools were like in arizona but in florida there was a lot of open space uh, but there was a lot of overhangs on the outside. So you're going to be kind of exposed here and there, but you can, you're not going to have to like go out underneath everything, but you're going to be partially exposed to wind. So you have to be, have to be a little bit careful. Um, okay. Um, Declan, do you follow? Uh, there's a hurricane out there. Why shouldn't we should hole up in a classroom or something? You want to go outside in a hurricane? Do you Let's listen up. to these people, Declan. There's something coming. There's something here. And at this, I think I... Sue Wan is gonna like kind of shake out of it a little bit. And she's just gonna lean in. Sir, there is something back there, the likes of which I have never seen before ever. I have served, I have done all sorts of things that you cannot even imagine and you do not want to go that way it is not safe for any of us listen listen to that man we cannot go that way we we cannot there it is not safe there Uh, i think the change in sue ann's demeanor there would definitely convince declan to go along declan the the cop officer joe davis is going to grab you uh by the arm, and I shall just kind of pull you really close. Sucked his brains out. Just big woman, big woman, big woman. Just—they're all dead. They're all dead. Hey, so you're gonna scare my baby. I Shut. Gotta, I gotta and- go help. I gotta go help. I gotta go help. And you see him—he's like trying to like work up this courage, like because he is. No. 
he is a the police officer. And he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Help. No, sir. No, sir. This is this is not this is not this is not something that you can. This is not something that we are equipped to handle. We know. And she's just going to start rattling things that like she's not even thinking about, but just something that sounds sort of protocol ish about like you take the survivors and you get to uh, like a safe place kind of a thing. Okay. Uh, roll. I don't know. Like there's no real fast talk in this game. It sounds a little fast talky, but um, I mean, you could do persuade. I'll take persuade for sure. If that's what you would like to do. <laughs> no, I have 20 in persuade. I mean, I'm going to give you plus 20 because like <laughs> he is terrified. So you're really just trying to give him an excuse to be, you know, to run away. All right. And I'll take I'll take one from the audience. It'll be a 50-50 shot. Oh no. 55 over 50. Okay. Uh, that's a crit fail. <laughs> it is. And you oh. see, he just gets this sort of sudden and very thin indignation. If you all run run leave, then then you run. I'm s I'm gonna go help those fellas. And he reaches down and he kind of pulls out what he probably thinks is a gun, but is really just this this can of spray. I'm going to go help him. I'm going to get your mom. I'm going to get... And he turns and he starts trudging back in the direction of the cafeteria. Does anyone do anything? Uh, could you could you at least escort us first? We, we got kids, Joe. Okay. Uh, I like that. Um... Give me a persuade. <laughs> plus 20. Is your persuade better than... Uh... Yeah, I got, got uh, plus 20 makes it 80. Fuck. <laughs> Again, we fail by five. He this turns, poor man was not meant he, he to He turns live. to you, Officer Joe Davis, the dad from Family Guy, or Family Matters, excuse me. Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow turns towards you guys and he says, you get them DE agents. They're going to take care of you. Ain't that right, Agent Dante? Agent Collins, you you get these little ones somewhere else, and I'll, I'll take care of the rest. I will. Or Davis, Man. we'll come back for you. Not if I come back for you first. And then he turns the corner. You guys leave and go outside at that point. Yeah push out you feel oh, the feel gusts so of wind and rain you see uprooted trees and bushes thrown all over the place you can see that this was likely some sort of outdoor kind of eating area you see that there are these cemented uh like patio tables that aren't going anywhere those things are sturdy as can be uh, but they are drenched as 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 anything the water you you're sure that the sand like the sandbag stuff has definitely has definitely failed because like there's water almost up to knee high, but you guys start trudging through. Um, are you leading the way, Luca? Yeah, I'll lead the way. Luca, what's your alertness? It's a 70. Okay. You, a few times, uh, you're keeping an eye out for anything. You noticed as you're passing by some which you think are classrooms, you hear sounds, but you're not sure if it's just the wind. Like they're all kind of muted. Um, sometimes 
as you as you're like kind of peeking through what looks like this recessed doorway that has some kind of it's a so sort of some sort of protection on it. You almost think you see a light inside, but not quite. You get the sense that there's there's other 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 folks or other things moving about. But eventually you do manage to kind of push up the hill a bit. You can see the port the portables uh, in the distance uh, underneath this kind of orange light, this these big old uh, these big old lamp posts that are still giving this orange glow in some of the areas. You can see one of them, the roof is clear gone. It's completely gone. You can see another has fallen off its stilts and is kind of half flooded in water. But you make it uh, kind of up this small hill uh, and you can tell the high points are like cafeteria and library and you kind of climb up. With your alertness, you notice that you are not the first person up to these barred doors because the doors look to have been broken like the things that whatever it was that was using you know like the, the you know the metal push doors and stuff like that like whatever those push doors were someone has has certainly messed with these not only that but you notice that they someone shot it open like there are these chains and someone actually put a put a, a bullet or two into these uh into these doors to try to open it up knowing mark and joe got knocked out and their gun stolen i'm gonna assume it's a suspect that's broken free I'll talk to Mark here. Mark, the suspect's in there. He looks at you, eyes wide. You have never seen him more pale. I shouldn't have seen. I shouldn't have seen. Sam. Sam. I just. We'll talk about later. No, we'll get these people in here. It was. Those things don't happen, man. Those, those things don't happen, man. <laughs> yeah. Roll a psychotherapy if you want to snap him out of this and actually follow your orders. Otherwise, okay. he's going to be a liability. I have a 14. Not a boy. Let's this go. is how you develop it. You might lose Mark in the process, but you might 33. Help. <laughs> oh, no. He looks at you. I got your back, man. I got your back. Let's go. I'll right. cover you. Go, go in. I'll be the first to go in. Okay. So you push through. Uh, it's dark in here. There's, there's, you don't see any lights the way the cafeteria had its lights on. You don't see any lights. It, it's definitely drier in here, but you do still see a small little film of of that that black water all over the ground but you can actually feel that it's it's around this the 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 height of your ankle or your foot or so you look around you know you've got your flash do you have your flashlight on as you're looking yeah i'll light it up okay and you're looking around uh sue and declan and uh and lisa you're welcome to also tell me what you're doing here i I just didn't want to forget about you are the three of you doing anything here um, Lisa's definitely deferring to the, you know, Luca and etc. Sure, sure. Declan or Sue, do you do anything? Uh, I'm definitely getting Merlin like wrapped up in my coat as best I can, and then I'd look like to look for some sort of blunt object just to feel a little more confident. Something I can swing around. Okay, so you're wrapping up Merlin, and you're looking for something. 
outside here that you could grab. Sue, what about you? Uh, so Sue Ann has been kind of supporting this one gentleman kind of as we move along. And she's looking behind her just to see if there's sort of that hope against hope that she's going to like see someone that she recognizes like coming after them. You don't see that. So Luca, you go in and you don't realize that you actually go in alone as Mark freezes at the door. Luca, you got your gun out. You got, do you have your flashlight up? Flashlight shining. You've got, you've got the classic, you've got the classic combo as you're moving through corners, checking everything slowly. What's your alertness again? 70, 71? 70. 70? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, roll an alertness test. Okay. It's going to be ag- actively, actively acted against right now. Ooh, 15. Okay, I unfortunately rolled a 45 success on my stealth, which is higher than your 15. Uh, So you hear the cocking of a gun. You feel a gun right against your head. And you hear the familiar voice of Paul Romero, your prisoner. You hear him put my hands up. I'll just go ahead and take this right here if you don't mind. I'm... I got a little collection going. Paul, <laughs> I've got the people out there. Oh, do you? Well, that's a shame for them. And he calls out, no more room in here, folks. Going to have to find somewhere else to hunker down. No vacancies. No, no, no. They can't go back out there. Well, they sure as hell can't come in here. We can work this out, Paul. Come on. I don't really know that you have anything to offer me right now there, Luca Dante. Let's see. One Give of your agents is sitting around in a cafeteria, her head bashed in. The other one was too damn stupid to realize that I got out of my cuffs about five minutes after you all put them on. So you're kind of at my mercy right now. What do you want? You don't have to do this. Well, right now, what I want is I want them their handcuffs. Do you? Have, uh, so I'm assuming you got like handcuffs, yeah, I'm right? Fair. Yeah. Put them on. Go ahead. Give me a hand. Uh, no, I think you know how to do the. I think you know how to do this. Uh, Sue and Declan and Lisa. Uh, Declan, I'll say on the ground nearby. You probably find like a a big rock. That's probably the best you'd be able to find, like a like a planter stone. Um, Sue and Megan, um, the two of you, if you want, can roll. You can roll alertness test as you realize. I mean, both of you, you notice first of all that Mark, the other D agent, did not go inside, and it's just Luca who went in by himself. Uh, so the two of you, if you want, can roll uh, roll alertness test. Okay. Oh my god. Can we hear the guy call out? Uh yes, you can. Actually, yeah, he would have called out. You don't even have the roll alerts. Never mind. You're absolutely right. You heard a guy yell out, no vacancies. You know something's up. Thank you for reminding me of that. Thank you for saying that, because I rolled an 84 over 80. So nice. thanks. <laughs> what do you want to do? I think 
the guy saying no vacancy would just kind of piss Declan off because he didn't want to be out in this hurricane anyway. So he doesn't want to wait any longer than he has to. So I think he would, he can't keep us out of here. We're, I don't know who he is. So I'm going to just barge in, I think. Okay. Make the stupid choice. Oh, Steven. <laughs> you wouldn't go out in a hurry, a measly hurricane to fetch a dead body, but you'll charge it on a I'm trying to gun. get out of the hurricane. I like it. Uh, okay. I don't know who he is again. Okay. You charge in. You come running in. Like, who do you think you are? You know, whatever it is. Whatever it is you're saying. Oh, God. And he's a gosh darn hurricane out there. We're not staying outside. He's going to turn. He's going <laughs> to fire his gun at you. Oh, my God. He's going to fire his gun. Oh, my God. He just turns and fires. I'll take the distraction opportunity to tackle him afterwards. Yeah, uh, that is going to be a success. Uh, 47 under 60 on his firearms roll. Uh, let's see. What kind of weapon does he have? I think this is... What did I give you, Luke? Did I give you medium pistol? Just a medium pistol, yeah. Okay, so he's got... Because that's what he would have. He would have marks. So And he would have the same thing. So it's a D10. Not, it's non-lethal. Uh, oh, God. Are you still carrying Merlin? Yes. You take two points oh. of damage. Take two points of damage. I'm not going to shoot a dog. You take two points Jeez of damage. Crepes. As you step in, you get shot in the arm. Right above, like, it, it just nearly hits Merlin right in the head because his head has been nestling against your, like, against your heart. And, like, the bullet comes out and he catches you right in your left arm. And it, and it nearly hit him. Uh, Luca, you said you're going to take that opportunity as a distraction to tackle him. Go ahead and roll your attack unarmed, probably, unless you have. Yeah, unarmed would be best here. Yeah. With a 60 in it. Go for it, man. An 18. Okay. You tackle him to the ground. Uh, roll a luck test. Luck test is just straight 50 50, right? 50 50. If you pass, I'm going to say his gun goes, the gun uh, goes out of his hand. Oh, a 22. I don't know. 22 crit? crit? Yeah. 22 crit. <laughs> the gun slides out of his hand. And not only that, but his head falls and does the classic smack against a hard surface and knocks him out completely. And he just he just goes limp beneath you. I'll cuff him with the cuffs I was about to cuff myself with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You look up, Declan, blood is starting to, to pour into your arm right there. All right, everybody in. Who's shooting? Why aren't... Who's shooting? What? Sh shooting? What are you talking about shooting? It's under what? control. <laughs> They're Lisa's shooting. rushes in. Lisa, you rush Someone inside. Someone shot me. All right, all right. You see Declan bleeding. You see a man on the ground. Luca is cuffing him. He's out. He's also bleeding profusely from a terrible head wound that he just suffered from being tackled to the ground. You see around you, you are most certainly entering into a library. There's a decent chance, I would say, that that Jamie goes to school here. Uh, it is an elementary school. Jamie's six years old. She might go to school here. Okay. You look around and you you probably, you which means you might have been here before, Lisa. But it's definitely a kid's library. You know, everything's just a little bit smaller and lower. There's uh -huh. not very many tall bookcases. You can see... Um, the lights not aren't working in here, but Luca's got the flashlight and is, is kind of flashing around. You also notice that apparently there is a dimmed hurricane lantern that Paul had stolen, but had dimmed at, the, at your arrival. It looks like 
kids books, magazines, VH ta uh, tapes. You see these, these donation bins where people kind of throw old VHS tapes of like Reed and Rainbow and stuff. You can see these classic movies here and there, some appropriate, some, some not DVDs, cartoons. You can see there's science projects that are on display, like all over the place. Some of the ribbons here and there as you come in, uh, and you can see that like it's kind of broken now. There is this large cutout cartoon of like these anthropomorphic raccoons and squirrels that are like reading books. Uh, the bookshelves are probably only about the size of your waist. Beanbag chairs everywhere. Um, there's definitely construction going on as well. So there's it looks like there's some some unfinished work. Drywall it still needs to be hung. There's like stacks of wainscoting that haven't been uh, that haven't been installed yet. Uh, so there's like a few interior walls that are studded and there's some construction tools that have been uh, that have been left behind here by the workers and never retrieved. It's very dark as all of the windows are completely covered. So all you have is the, the hurricane lantern that, that gives you a decent ambiance and then the flashlight, which gives you sort of a more focused look. What do you guys do? Yes. Suwin kind of comes in at this point and she's kind of been kind of shaken a little bit. And so like you just see her come in like with her firearm out. What are we talking about shooting? Are there more are there more of those things in here? What are what are we shooting at? It's okay, I'm Suwin. Clutching my dog and my arm, blood is pouring out. We don't need any more guns. It's a darn hurricane. It no, no, it ain't that, 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 no, 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 it ain't, no, it ain't, no. So wait, who, who shot you? I, that. I think I would just like start panicking a little bit there and just like look at that guy rather than actually saying anything in response. Uh, Lisa's gonna run over to like the librarian's desk to see if maybe there's a first aid kit there. Oh yeah, uh, granted, sure. It's like very basic, but. Super basic. It's just for like scraped knees and stuff like that. There's like, you yeah. know, you know, alcohol, like rubbing alcohol and stuff like that. Maybe like a stuff, couple kind of, of those little pad things. Yeah. Absolutely. If only we had a nurse here. Yeah. Oh. We still have Brian. Uh, Lisa picks up a gun. Shoot. Yeah, you do actually still have your paramedic. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so. she'll she'll offer that to Brian to, to have him maybe help Absolutely. treat Luca and Declan. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Okay, so we'll say the paramedic, Lisa, helping, etc., are trying to patch up Declan a bit. What about the, what, what are the rest of you doing as you come in? So Suin will go over to Luca. Uh, don't I recognize that one? Isn't that the one that you had in custody when you all walked in? Yeah, this is him. Uh, he does not appear to currently be in custody anymore. Well, wasn't, because then he shot him and now he is again. He broke free when we were rescuing that lady. But we got him. I got him. Uh, is this man going to be a problem for us? Does he look like a problem? He's cuffed and bleeding from the head. Alright. I was more wondering about the nature of his uh, involvement with y'all. I'll keep an eye on him if he can handle these people. Yeah. I don't believe that I... I uh, I'm gonna if it's okay with you, I'm, I'm gonna go looking around because those those things just kind of come up out of nowhere and they're very 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 dangerous. Uh, if we if we find any more bodies outside, we should not bring those bodies inside. 
that was an absolute abomination of a, a the 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 people were becoming one with the thing and that was that uh, listen, no. listen to it i don't i don't know what the hell you're talking about but the, we're here we're fine the, the 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 body that was outside that we brought inside that uh that morphed into some other absolutely like work of the devil kind of thing that was just i had to leave my mama in there that uh, that was that was you're, t- you're talking mm. crazy I, no just go relax with everyone else yeah, then I'm not relaxing. I'm going to walk around the perimeter of the inside of this building and make sure that there is nothing else that is going to crawl out and attack us. Thank you, sir. Okay. And she's going to see her and she's just going to go. What's your alertness? 80. Okay. You make a perimeter of the interior. If you don't notice anything, you do notice that it looks like Paul had collected some snacks from the vending machines here and there. Uh, so there's some like some things that you would just get at it, like, you know, soda, like chips, the stuff like that, that he has kind of packed together here and there. You can also tell it looks like he tried to use the phones, not working. Um, and he has just sort of been sort of camped out here for a little while. Not very long, a little while. At a certain Lisa's, point. Yeah, go ahead. No, Lisa, go ahead. Lisa's going to crawl over to Ronnie after she gets um, mm-hmm. Jamie and... Um, uh, what is it, Ricky? Yeah, yeah, Ricky reading some books or something off to the side. Um, mm-hmm. She's going to approach Ronnie and ask him, what, what, what happened to your leg? Where's is my uh, Where's my mom? So he, you can see, you're looking at him, and he has got this just, his whole demeanor is radically different than this sort of casual sunburned bleach bum as he looks like he looks like he's on something he's so alert and jumpy his eyes are so wide pupils dilated like everything and he looks up at you almost like he didn't realize you were talking to him for a second i'm sorry darling uh your mom uh well let's just say uh she won't be bothering anyone anymore (laughs) i'm sorry that was a terrible joke it's a terrible joke um She's dead. You, you you saw it. Yeah, you don't want me to describe it. Best best you just start telling people uh, she took a fall. Okay. In your leg. Yeah, it's pretty bad, isn't it? And you look down, and it looks like. I mean, it's like half the skin is gone from the knee down. Uh, you can see the bone is is wrenched free, kind of slicing through the muscle, and he is just, just the pain just doesn't seem to kind of get him too much. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. One of them, I took a fall. Was it the snakes? There were snakes in the water. Hey, it was snakes. That's right. That's that's absolutely what it was. What do we do? Uh, all right, all right. Calm down. Uh, hey, Darn, could you do me a favor? Can you go get that that uh, the DE agent uh, for me uh, real fast? Y- yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. And, and then so, she'll run over. When she and comes to get me. I'm yeah. in the corner, setting up the suspect, just sitting there, trying to see if the radio works. 
radio does like no communication. Nothing's going out. Everything's sort of busted. Uh, you're not getting signals. There's no responses. Uh, at the best, you're getting like an emergency signal that's kind of clicking out here and there. And you like Lisa comes up, kind of taps you on the shoulder or whatever. Is there a problem, Miss? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you just talk to this guy? Yeah, of course. You, uh, and, uh, you've moved all the guns away from the prisoner guy, right? Yep, collect them all. Okay, good. Uh, then Lisa won't reach to grab one. Do, do I need to watch him? Uh, if you're comfortable doing that, but maybe from a distance. I'm, I'm not, but I will do it if we need it. Feel free to, and I'll go meet up with the gentleman. You kind of come over to him, and he is again that thousand yard stare. He's just kind of like it's almost like his. It's the it's the look of someone whose mind is racing, you know, where it's just calculations, thoughts, constantly going. He's coated in blood and viscera. His shirt is torn. His leg is is. It just looks absolutely destroyed. And he looks at you. He's like DEA. That's me. Where's Navy? Where's Navy? Navy. Uh, Sue, I think it's calling for you. Yes, sir. Name's Sue Ann. I don't even know your name. Navy will do. We got a problem. All of us do, yeah. Understatement of the year there, mister. I am about to lose consciousness and it is going to be a mercy as my leg feels like it's on fire. We need to do something. Those is it things, still bleeding? Not about my leg. You can cut it off for all I fucking care. I was on vacation. <laughs> I was on vacation. I was on vacation. That thing, it ain't going to stay in there. It ain't going to stay in there. Get me? It ain't going to stay there. I, I cannot shoot that thing. That is what? I, do you have a recommended course of action? <laughs> I didn't say nothing about shooting it. <laughs> but it ain't going to stay there. It's going to come looking. It's eating something right now. A little sandwich or two. No offense. Because he kind of realizes he's talking about your mama. But then he's going to come looking for more. Maybe it's us. Maybe it's one of them neighborhoods down the hill there. But it's going to come. Your DEA. Your Navy. You've handled maybe not this kind of stuff, but you've handled trouble before we got we got a, a school teacher we got a chicken shit science fiction author or some shit over there we've got some house painter or whatever it might be and and a paramedic that hey he can handle the sight of blood he ain't handling the sight of what was in that cafeteria I ain't hardly handling the sight of what is in there what am I supposed to do about that 
something. We need to take it down. We need to take the whole fucking school down. If we have to. You got me? I just have a you, gun. I don't even know what's over there. Is you it have authorization or not? for actions like that? And he kind of motions down, like into his, you know, towards towards his his pant leg that you can see has been ripped open a bit, but it's like he was wearing what looked like some cargo shorts. ID. So we don't You pull out, what? kind of unflap it. FBI badge. Ronald Lightside. I was on vacation. Yeah. Two months. Leave. We need to do something. And I can't move. Now, I don't imagine... Your DEA vehicle has got anything other than a spare fucking tire, right? That thing's Nothing down the river by now. He's like grimacing between like, you know, each each chunk of phrases. I gotta... I have some resources nearby. Close. Real close. Ten minutes walk if it wasn't raining. <laughs> I got some things that can get the job done. But I am not in a state to travel. You all think you can do an old man a favor? Federal agency to federal agency. I ain't nothing about doing you a favor. It's about I've seen what, what is in there and that thing needs to be taken care of. Uh, you do not have to convince me that that thing does not need to leave that building. I've seen that thing a hell of a lot closer than you, Navy. I've seen that thing and I felt its fucking caress. And I sure as shit want to blow that fucking thing to sky high heaven. Can the two of you... Whoever else you think is worth bringing, go reconnoiter me something I can take care of that with. Well, what yeah. do you have then? A little of this and a little of that. And he kind of motions down to his other pocket. Left cheek. Left cheek. Go I in there. got it. I got it. And you pull out like some some keys and like he's got like a keychain. it's like a surfboard but you can see he also has what looks like a storage locker key and it's got hypoluxo storage on it i've been collecting things and there's some stuff in there that'll get the job done and then there's some stuff in there that you two don't need to look at you got me Things that I don't want you to look at, you don't want to look at, and if you touch it, I'm going to know. And not only am I going to know, the people I work for are going to know. So you're not going to touch it, are you? 
hate to ask the indelicate question here, but uh, assuming you don't make it out of this here thing, who else is going to come looking at that there uh, storage pile? It's not for you to worry about. There's more than things that go boom in there. And I don't want you accidentally turning yourselves inside out or setting that storage place up a up in a pillar of, a, of thermite or a blaze of some kind. So when I tell you, don't go poking around. Don't go fucking poking around. Two cases. Two cases. They look like suitcases. They're made of metal. You'll find them. When you open it up, it's going to look like it's some sort of some sort of hoarder's paradise. Some some old lady collecting everything she had her entire life. That's how it's meant to look. Behind it, you'll find what I'm talking about. Bring it back. And I'll walk you through the rest. Don't go poking around. Urge it loud and clear. All right. Yeah. I'm going to take a little nap, I think. You see him just sort of drift off as the pain is finally kind of catching to him. So you have a... So we'll just look at Luca. Did we just sign up to go out on this thing? We've been out twice already. Damn. Has there been any of a sign of like the calm of a storm? Uh, high or low there, Luca? Let's go high. Timing of the eye. I rolled a five. It's a high. I rolled a d6. just a 50-50. You have noticed that there has been a little bit of a decline in winds and rain. Those of you from Florida would imagine... And after that big surge, and now it's dying down, you think you might have went through one side of the eye wall? You have maybe a window. Not a long window. We're talking like hour or two. It really depends on the size of the, the eye. But you sure as hell don't want to be outside when the other half of that eye, the other side of that eye wall comes through because that's the strongest shit. And if you're out there, it ain't good. Now, uh, you're local, Sue Ann, right? Yes. Okay. Well, Born no, I mean, are you local? Okay. Are you in the area? Born in the area. Yeah. I don't currently live there. If now. that's the case, I'll just give it to you for free. Hypoluxo. It's off US1. It's Hypoluxo storage. It's off US1. It's uh, it's like this the street that you're on here. It's called Minor Road. Minor with an E. Head down that east a bit. You're going closer to the ocean, so water isn't going to be great. But if you get into there... It's, it's, I mean, like, again, a good day's walk, a good day's weather, it's a 10, 15 minute walk. It's a two minute drive. Uh, I don't know where this is, sir, but, uh, I do not know how we are going to get there. We'll find a way. Maybe a stranded bike or something. And I'll announce to the crowd that we've gathered here. It's a small little, we're parting ways for a bit. We'll be back. Whoever wants to come. Okay. Okay. Parting ways, you have a prisoner right over there that he shot me. It's okay, my partner here. Mike's got it. 
Mark. What? <laughs> you got uh, this, yeah. right, Mark? Yeah. I got this. I, did, did he have my gun? Yeah, I'll hand it back to him. Okay. Okay, don't worry, everyone. I got this. Where the fuck are you going, Luca? The guy with the FBI tasked me with the little project. We don't work for the FBI, man. We're federal agents. He really wanted this. That thing back there. He says it's what coming. You... What? It's coming. What? And you see he starts to he like turns around, he starts pointing the gun in the direction of the door. It's coming. It's coming. And it's Okay, everyone calm down. Calm down. All right. We're obviously panicking. It's a stressful situation. It we don't even know what's going on. Like for all we know, the hurricane just brought some squid in from the ocean and that's what was in the water and it's just a bunch of eels. That ain't no fucking squid. Now, this gentleman and I need to go run an errand. Would you like to accompany us on that errand? Or would you like to stay here? Your choice. You're asking me if I want to risk my life in a hurricane, or if I want to stay here with a prisoner with Barney Fife protecting us. These are the choices in front of you. Don't worry, sir. I... You'll be just fine under my watch. I'm mu I'm feeling much better now. I'm what? Yeah, I feel mm. much better too. Are are we is this really what we're doing? These are your choices. Uh ma'am, and Sue Ann kind of looks over to like the the mom there. Uh Lisa's like uh, 20. <laughs> yeah, uh, I might Yeah, I think uh, she's like 25, something like that. That you might uh Remain on site, perhaps. Wait, what? What? Are are you looking to venture out with us into the storm? Where are you even going? We we we've got a little bit of time while the eyes overhead. I I don't know, but I saw like a survival show. One, don't we need to do something about his leg? Uh, if you yes, yes, that 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 might be. Wise, if you want to give me a hand, I'm I'm a little bit trained in some uh, first aid. Uh, and and Lisa's already taking off her belt, and she's like, "Yeah, I saw I saw that like Bear Gorillas did this or something." And, you, uh, I love Lisa. <laughs> that's uh, that's it. Yeah, you. Uh, Do we want me to roll this? Because this is this is Megan's sheep, so this seems uh, a little cut in crazy. Half. Cut it in half. Okay. Whatever, whatever Megan had, cut it in half because because Lisa. He has seen a survival show. Can I assist? That's why I said cut like, it in half. <laughs> I think that's freaking fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> no, I was agreeing with you. I was agreeing. You want to take some audience help? Um, like, don't worry. I, I understand how tourniquets and and syringes yeah, and drugs work. I'm from Florida. Just one. <laughs> Florida man. We can say this because I'm from Florida. <laughs> Uh, and she's Gucci. She got a 10. Nice. Very nice. You, you find the place, you tighten up the, the belt, and you can definitely see that some of the blood loss has started to lessen on, uh, on Mr. Uh, Mr. Light side here. Um, uh -huh. uh, so, so what are we doing? Like, I can't leave Jamie here. 
But Where like, I don't want to take her into the into the storm. Like, it's in. Uh, yeah. We're driving. We're we're driving. We're gonna be back, or we're walking. We're gonna be we back. We can't drive. Are you kidding? No, uh, you're did right. You see no, how high you're right. the water was. You're right. I have, there, there's a lot that's been happening today. Uh, yes, we are. There's we fucking are snakes in the water. I'm no, no, well, Jamie. Jamie, well, it's okay. I think they're squid. Uh, they, it's probably fish. I I could be mistaken. Mama, where's Grandma? Um, I think she's still in the bathroom, but we'll have to check after after the storm. What is so important that you're leaving for? I I uh, uh, taking this opportunity to not linger any longer. It's either. Yeah, we're just gonna go. Okay, just jet. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, you can make the choice to come with us, and we will. Uh, we have a long walk along the way that we can uh, discuss this further. You can stay here. Yeah, so Luke is going. Sue is going. Who else is going? You don't have to go, by the way. I don't think it you makes can stay sense behind for to go. in the elementary school with whatever the hell that thing is. <laughs> so much like a field trip like everybody hold hands and get in line as we walk together to the storage unit as Luca and Sue leave you can see Mark's like okay everybody don't worry about it I'm here everything's gonna be just fine everything's gonna be hey okay hey little kids how you doing um, uh, can I do you want me to hold that for you for a little bit ma'am I am I am specially trained uh, in firearms I don't think that would be appropriate uh, so don't did you hear that uh, did you hear something I thought I heard something oh I'm maybe, sorry what yeah. were you saying maybe maybe yeah. I could hold it while you watch the door and uh, and I could keep it to watch no, the prisoner. No, I don't think that's a good idea, ma'am. Uh, I think uh, I think you should just go sit down with your daughter, and uh, and I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Do we have she's... Officer Joe's gun somewhere? Uh, well, there are a total of four guns, not counting Sue's, because uh, Luca has one; it's his own. Sam had one. Uh, then Mark had one. Uh, and then the officer Joe had one. So there were a total of four. I presume Luca's got his own. Uh, Luca, what did you do with the other? Hang on. Uh, other hey, three. Mark has his. Mark has one. Sam has hers. So there's so, two more. And so Joe Sam has... still got hers on her. So there's one more that's unaccounted for. Right. Oh, yeah. So the prisoner would have had it. So I would have had it. Okay. So, so Luca's got two guns. Okay. All right. So Luca can leave a gun with Lisa if Luca wants to. Don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> it's okay. I watched. I watched cop I, shows all the time. I watched CSI. <laughs> I watch NCIS. Declan is incredibly torn here. He doesn't want to stay with uh, Mark, but he also doesn't want to go out in the hurricane. I think he's going for the hurricane. Okay, fair enough. Luca and Sue and Declan, do you bring Merlin with you? I'm not going to leave them with Mark and those kids. They got sticky fingers. Okay. You bring him with you. Fair enough. So the three of you leave the library. Uh, Lisa, you hang behind and you plunge out into the night. And it is definitely the eye of the storm. So there is, there has been a significant reduction in rain and wind. It is, it is actually 
relatively calm at this point, which isn't to say that it's calm relative to a hurricane. Uh, but you're not getting battered about. Uh, you you're you're not too far away from the like the the playground. You can kind of cut through the playground if you want. If you're trying to avoid the cafeteria, you can kind of cut through the playground and, and sort of descend down the hill at this point. Uh, this is how we're going to treat this. Um, I'm going to have because right now we're out in the you know in the in the it's flooded. Everything's flooded. There's debris everywhere. Street lights are out. There's a couple around the campus of the elementary school that are still up, but for the most part, it's very uh, it's it's very rough around here. But we're going to treat this. There's a clock ticking. I'm just going to let you all know there is a clock ticking in terms of when the second half of the hurricane. I have no problem with a, a TPK, by the way. I have no problem with this at all. So there is going to be a, a ticking clock for when the, the hurricane comes through. And how sure. well you guys do uh, on this travel is going to determine, you know, how fast we get. So I would like, we're just going to treat this sort of like a, like a quick encounter or a skill challenge. I want the three of you as it's not a long travel, but mostly it's you climbing over things, wading through water at times, not necessarily full on swimming, but wading through water at times, climbing over. So you see cars drifting and floating down uh, what looks like this completely flooded street. One of them's a Miata. Just off it goes. Um, you are kind of climbing. You don't up have to hurt me, Jeff. I shot you already, so I feel okay. With it. <laughs> I gave you the dog back. Like no that's problem. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. I can do whatever I want now. All right. <laughs> and and so you're climbing up and over these things. You're seeing all sorts of debris. Like at one point you see like half of a billboard, some sort of, uh, some sort of like, like public service billboard. Just like, do you know where your kids are? As it's just sort of kind of floating past you, like, where are your kids? And you can see there's, um, you know, the roads are kind of swirling here and there, like these little whirlpools almost kind of unnaturally forming, but they're clogged a bit here and there. Uh, as you travel past. So I'm going to want a check from each of you and the quality of the, the of your, your is going to determine how long it kind of takes you to get uh, get there. Uh, so of the skills I'll accept uh, and I'll listen to arguments otherwise, but of the skills that I would accept, survival, athletics, um, I would say swim I would take as well. And... Let's see. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to look to see if there's any others. Those for sure. Those three sound good. Um, you said you're open to persuasion. I'm open to. I'm open to you persuading me to another skill. I'm not open to persuasion. Okay, I'll use persuade. <laughs> what about like search okay. for like a safer option to like? Go I'll take through. search. I'll take search. Navigate would work. Yeah, as I'll well. take. I'll do search if I can. Okay. So each of you just like kind of rip some audience dice too. And let me know how you do. And the longer and like again, successes, fails, critical successes, critical fails, it's gonna tick the clock. I'll take one audience I'll dice also if I can. Got it. Go with athletics. Okay. I Ooh. needed a forty, I rolled a seventy. Okay. Got one a fifteen. Fail. Pass for Luca? Okay. I'm going to do navigate uh, with an audience. I'm going to need a 60, and I rolled a 17. 
Okay, so two passes and one fail. So why don't we do this? So you're local, you roll navigate, you're taking the lead, you bypass the cafeteria area entirely by going like around the uh, the playground. You're wading through water. A couple of times you feel your legs sink. You can see that the seesaws at one point, which were like moving back and forth in the open imagery, have just sort of settled as the water has reached their height. Uh, you can see like the empty swing set bars, tree or two has fallen over. Uh, you can see like a bench has been uprooted and it's just floating past you. But you you circumvent it and you start descending uh, kind of in the direction of where the, where the, the road would be, that minor road that you're looking for. So, Sue, so you take the lead then with Navigate. Tell me, um, just sort of tell me what Sue does as she takes the lead. Take a moment to just describe you doing something with Navigate that would help the help the party move more quickly. So what I might say, if this is allowed, is that like when Sue Wynn was bringing her mom into the shelter, that she did kind of look out for like high areas on like the the grounds. Um, and so just kind of looking to see like what areas she thought she probably might be flooded and what areas might not be flooded. So maybe mm -hmm. she kind of knows a little bit of, you know, kind of the ground isn't necessarily hundred percent flat. And so kind of an idea of where the high areas might be. So she's kind of like directing them like over here, there's a little bit of a hill. And then if we go that way, there's going to be a little bit of a hill. And so like trying to get them through sure. the areas that are not quite so flooded. Yeah. The neighborhood definitely is undulating. Like if you're cutting through the neighborhood and you're not sticking to the road itself and you're just kind of cutting through, uh, yards or, or, or back streets, uh, or just avenues, uh, it's definitely undulating, which is one of the reasons why there's so much flooding here and there because there's high spots, low spots, and it's very, you know, it's very undulating. Uh, Luca, you rolled an athletics test. Describe something Luca does along the way, uh, as you, uh, as you are trying to help push, uh, push the group towards wherever you're going. This is more of a keeping a constant pace instead of speeding up, slowing down, keeping a steady pace throughout the whole thing to keep our stamina up, but to get okay. there as fast as possible. And you're moving about. At a certain point, you actually uh, you look around and you realize you can see there's a handful of folks that have kind of come out from their backyards here and there. You can see like the this orange light of a cigarette as like there's a couple people who are like standing on their back porches smoking cigarettes. Uh, you hear the crack of a beer or two uh, as you just kind of pass by. And there's these folks that are just kind of standing out there. And they just kind of look up, give you kind of a random wave uh, in the middle of this uh, the middle of the storm. And you continue on. And then Declan, what did you roll again? Uh, I needed a 50 and I rolled a 70. So I failed. Okay. What, what, what skill did you end up rolling? Oh, search. Sorry. Okay. So how did... What did Declan do uh, in the travels that slowed you guys down and wasted time? So I think Declan, his ankle is killing him. His arm is almost useless and he's holding Merlin. So he's just trying to like find the best footing possible with each step. And it's all flooded, so he can't really see anything. So he's just constantly like tripping on uh, debris and rubble that he can't find. Uh, just splashing in the water. Uh, just he, He's trying to go as fast as he can, but he's just not able to navigate through uh, the pathways. 
more than once, maybe like Merlin kind of squirts free and you have to like kind of gather him back up and it's just sort of slowing you guys down. Luca and Sue, you you get pretty far out in front and then you turn back and you realize like Declan's like lagged behind and you have to wait for him or kind of go fetch him. And again, you guys are not going that far, but just because of the state of the streets being flooded, cars being shifted and moved by this rush of water and like you have to bypass it, trees, like you can see that there's electrical lines that they're down that you'd be really careful around. But other than that, you do get there. It takes probably about twice as much to almost three times as long as it would normally to get there. So usually it only take maybe about a 10 minute walk for you guys. It was like half an hour climbing over this, swimming through that, wading through that, working through someone's uh, someone's backyard, um, hopping almost like frogs from the top of one car that's partially flooded to the top of another car, chasing back to get Merlin, who's doggy paddling away. But eventually you arrive at Hypoluxo storage and it's just, it's just like every any, any other storage facility you've ever seen. It's outdoor as well. Uh, you can see that there are uh, there are several rows of various sized uh, garage doors. This place is also you can tell has suffered some flooding. You don't really see any serious damage here or there. Every, all these the very blocky concrete buildings. Um, you can see that more than likely some folks might have stored like cars in here or, or stored like their smaller boats in here stuff like that is probably what was happening around here uh, but you have uh you have ronnie's key it has like the the storage storage locker number 161 and you without too much trouble can kind of hop over a fence or go through the go through the main entrance and you can hunt down it takes again a couple of minutes to actually find it but eventually you find you, you, the three of you are standing in front of what looks to be like a, a 15 foot wide storage unit. Uh, the door is probably about 10 feet wide. Uh, it is one of those garage pull, pull opens. It's up on a slight bit of a hill. You've had to trudge through some dips where there was water. You can feel some light rain hitting you as well. Uh, there's no light whatsoever. Everything's dark, so you only have what you brought you use the key, you pop it open, and you see in front of you what looks like broken or damaged wooden furniture, doors, cabinets, stacks of boards are all just kind of piled on top of one another. It looks like it looks like someone just stacked a bunch of dumpster trash into a uh, into a storage unit. But there's also the smell of like sort of an odd smell wafting through, almost like incense, something something pungent and it's not it's not unpleasant but it's 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 this it's like the smell of something like someone burning incense in here i need you all to make a search test as uh each search check that you get that is successful it's going to have the amount of time it takes uh to search through here and kind of find what you're looking for i'm gonna take an audience staff for that i have a 71 in search Rolled an 84 and failed. Look at Luca flexing like 71. Yet again, I took an audience die and I rolled five over what I needed. So I failed. It's two fails. You should have taken two. I uh, needed a 40 and I rolled a 52. So I failed. Oh three my gosh. Fails. We're going to get it by the eye wall. The three of you get to unloading this thing. You're pulling, like ripping out these broken bookcases 
what looks like broken rattan furniture. Like all of it's broken. None of it is actually intact. All of it. What are we looking for? This is all junk. Mm-hmm. Why are we even here? We're we're sifting through an old man's garbage. We're looking for suitcases. Two, right? Didn't he say two? Two, two cases, big metal ones. Yeah. Did he say if it was black or brown? Do we even know what color of a thing we're looking for? Red suitcases, green suitcases, blue suitcases. Oh, Merlin, no, come back, Merlin. And you see Merlin hop down, and he squirrel like kind of sneaks between some of this uh, some of this debris, and he's he, he kind of disappears deeper into the uh, the storage facility. And you hear him kind of, after a moment, bark. So you know he's okay, but he's barking like he found something. So you continue to unload, unload, and it's taking forever. And you've stopped, and you just, you're just throwing shit onto the ground. Like, it doesn't matter. But eventually, you pull, you, you get this, what looks like a, a, like, a, like a broken Murphy bed, and you start taking the pieces away, a big old mattress you just throw away. And you see instead, behind it, is like an office, all of a sudden. You see a desk, like this this sort of metal and green, like this metal covered desk, like the countertop is, is metal and then like the, there's like this greenish, um, um, it's a little bit scuffed up drawers and such. You see a filing cabinet or two. There is a bookcase with um, a couple books. Um, you notice that there is a book that's been unfurled and opened and set on top of, uh, on top of the actual desk itself. You notice on the wall, uh, there is what looks to be a, a floating a floating shelf where there is a rifle case. You also notice that underneath it, uh, kind of leaning up as if it was just like a sort of like a like a casual broom against the wall, uh, you see what looks like a a, a, a a twelve gauge double barrel shotgun, just leaning up against the wall. Um, you see in a in a like a waste basket, a little paper basket, like a little wicker paper basket. There appears to be uh, some grenades, uh, little flashbangs at least. I would say, Luca, you'd be able to recognize that. Um, you can see on the desk next to this unfurled book, which as you peek at it, it reads "Lucid Dreaming: A Concise Guide to Awakening in Your Dreams and in Your Life," uh, where you see there's several passages that have been highlighted. You also notice that there is a, a pipe. Uh, that is like this like lead pipe that has this weird kind of etchings, like some sort of strange runic etchings in it. Um, and you also notice that there's like a what looks like a, a like a display case, like a small square display case that maybe a professional baseball player might put a, a ball inside. There's one of those up on the desk too, but instead, you instead of there being a ball, you see um, this green metal dodecahedron about the size of a chestnut and it is just sort of set up just displayed within this case and you also notice uh in the far corner where you now see uh dear merlin barking tail wagging uh doing a beagle point there are a pair of very large metallic cases the size of suitcases son of a monkey what is this there, your, your dog. He's found him. Who is this guy? He has an office with... What's going on? We just know he's with the FBI, but come on. I'll get those cases moving. I want to start yeah, rifling through the desk. That would be the thing that interests Declan most. 
Do you really? I mean, uh, he wasn't told not to. That's fair. You actually were that there is, for that conversation. Is that what yeah. you're going to do, Declan? Yeah, yeah. He he would be interested in the book and the the runic etchings on the lead pipe, especially. Okay. Uh, well, you pick up the symbols. I'll tell you what. Uh, do you have? Do you have? Hmm. You can roll. On I a have cult. archaeology, history, and occult. Roll a cult. All right, I have a 50 in that. Uh, rolled a 93. Okay. You can't quite decipher exactly what these say, but they do look actually familiar to you. Maybe when you were doing research into one of your books, you've stumbled across subject matter that might have covered this. It's a language or it's um, it's like hieroglyphics, maybe runic symbols, something cultish. Can't. Determine exactly what it says. It's something to do with the head, with the cranium. It's, 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 you, would, you would need more time. But if, you had your, if you had your resources or if you had your books, if you had, your, if you had anything, you probably could figure it out. But it's just, it feels. You don't need to bring up the books. I know they're ruined in the cafeteria. It flooded. They're all. Sorry, buddy. The last copies, huh? Uh, ju- uh, just, just so that you are aware that the gentleman that sent us here did, uh, request that we not uh be nosy with his things you know he is a federal agent and all and i do not believe that you have the clearance to be uh reading federal uh related information i pick up the lead pipe and show her. i don't think this is fbi related and it's very much a a generic lead pipe it's, it's hefty in your hands and there's these weird kind of engraved possibly burned into the sides you're not entirely sure you need like you're doing this quickly without much light there's just like the flashlight that luca has that's kind of i'm definitely kind of hard to see keeping that because i've been looking for a blunt object to swing in anyways okay i mean if you if you got some if you got something for that i suppose it might be a a little bit of a comfort for him if we uh, make it back here if he wants to smoke a pot perhaps but i do believe uh I don't know if you have any objections to this, but I do believe that shotgun might be uh, useful to us on our uh, return trip. You handle that, Sue I'll also grab one of those uh, briefcases over there if you want to grab the other one. Okay. Uh, Declan, there are several drawers here that are files, file cabinet size. Like, there's definitely, there's definitely files. I'll take there. a peek. You open them up, and there are several case files in here several can i see like labels on any of them like depends not going luca. through them but just luca's got the flashlight it depends on how much uh on how much you would want to to sort of uh, luca i need some light here. over here it's not the focus so i'm not gonna give it to him okay it's too dark you can't see anything it's organized but i am a writer and i don't think I could pass this up because I would do anything to write a good book. So okay. I'm going to grab some files and stuff them into my coat. Okay. Roll a D100 and tell me what you roll. Uh, 60. Okay. Thank you. All right. So you take a chunk, you get take a big old like you know hanging file folder, tuck it underneath your arm. You've got the lead pipe. 
You've got Merlin back in your arms as well. And so you're just kind of moving around with everything there. Luca, you have one of the cases. Sue Ann, you have one of the cases. I think, Sue Ann, you said you took the, the shotgun as well. Is that right? Yes, it did. Okay. There, it's, uh, you notice that it's been cut down to about 10 inches or so. It's sawed off a bit. Uh, it's got a, it's got what looks like, hang on. Um, there are nine shotgun shells that, that are next to it. Uh, when you pick them up and something's a little odd about them, they kind of sound weird. And you realize that like that each shell has been loaded, not with like normal lead pellets. You kind of, you kind of see one of them is sort of is already like deconstructed on top of uh, one of the shelves. And it looks like there's just a bunch of silver dimes that just pilled out of it. Someone put a bunch of silver dimes in it. Who the hell knows? Anything else you guys want to, I am by the way, marking time each time you guys investigate. something. <laughs> I'm, time. I'm not the leader of this group. So I'm basically just doing what I can until they deci- decide we're leaving. Yeah. It's once we get what we need, it's just leaving. Okay, Luca goes. And Luca's your light, by the way. So Luca's the only light. The light does not work. Yeah, there is an overhead light. There is a desk light, but not the power doesn't seem to be working. I'm not uh, staying without him. Yeah, uh, Mr. Ellis there, sir. Uh, don't be surprised if you... Uh, if we survive this year, hurricane and all the rest of the shit that's going on, don't be surprised if you get uh, called in for some questions with the uh, nosy and busybody and around you've been doing. Let's get out of here. I don't know what you're talking about, and I- stuff the files further in my coat <laughs> okay so uh we will not we'll cut and fade from there and we will say you're traversing back megan you're back in the library lisa yeah. megan's in the cafeteria <laughs> <laughs> megan's definitely in the megan's cafeteria, in the cafeteria. she's going to forever be in that Under cafeteria. about a foot of water well <laughs> part of her is there Part of her is somewhere else. Uh, okay, Lisa, go yeah. ahead and what's your what's your alertness at? Uh, Megan's was sixty. Okay, you. Um, I'll give you half because again, you're not a, a nurse or something. We'll say we'll, we'll again. We'll just kind of do half, and like you're sort of thirty, but thirty would still be still pretty good. You hear something kind of against one of the windows. The windows are all boarded up, but you can you hear something scraping or or someone kind of slamming or banging like you, you hear something outside, like trying to get in through pry open one of the, the boards. Um, She's going to maybe take Brian uh, and have helped instruct him to help move um, the bookshelves as much as we can to like start also reinforcing the windows. Okay. Problem is that these bookshelves are very short. They don't really cover the windows. They're kids. They're kids' bookcases, so they're yeah. not really very tall. She so, can't like, like stack some or like. Okay, uh, that's not as easy as you think. You're stacking like you know. Yeah. The, like, that's that's pretty hard. Then you're taking all the books out and you're stacking the other one on top. Oh, I mean, she's it, not. It, she's not worried about taking the books out. Uh, Griffin. But they might uh, be too heavy. Griffin. There, there have been times when I've actually killed two Ashleys in a session. <laughs> that is so, very true. The, the dice have killed two Ashleys in one session. Stephen has killed two <laughs> Ashleys. Yeah, twice uh, in a session. Yeah, yep. yeah. I was just facilitating it all. Okay. <laughs> so if you just want to, if you're just looking to board up, that's totally fine. Okay. Yeah. You board up that window. 
at a certain point, uh, I'm going to say Ronnie wakes up. DA! Navy! DEA! And you see Mark comes over. I'm, I'm in the DEA. <laughs> what can I do for? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's under the control, sir. I just need you to calm down. You're going to be okay. The paramedics are on. Get yeah. the fuck out of my face. Go. You got to watch that guy. Right. I got to I gotta watch that guy. Yeah. And he kind yeah. of he goes over and his hand's still shaking with the gun. And you can see he's just pointing it down at Paul Romero, still unconscious with the head wound. And Ronnie looks up at you. What do you do? I mean, whatever it's whatever you want. I work at a grocery store. Okay. Grocery store. Okay. Publix? Yeah. yeah. You make good subs. Thank you. Uh you got any painkillers? Yeah, yeah, I got I got I got Tylenol in not not the good stuff. Uh Publix, have you seen my leg? Yeah, I, I, I watched the TV show and I, I did a tourniquet on it. Okay, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. It would have been nicer if you didn't have the that little fork of the of the belt digging into my skin. But otherwise, real nice, nice job there. Real nice job. <laughs> I'll take I'll take some of that Tylenol if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, I think I can give you like uh, like eight right now, and then in in a few half hour I'll give you more. Okay, I don't trust that other DEA fella. I think he's gonna lose it. I think he is too. If you don't mind, could you do me a favor? Uh, uh, yeah. He reaches behind and he pulls out what looks like a really big knife. It's 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 in its. In its slot. Could you just go ahead and stick this in the back of his neck for me, please? I appreciate that. He's gonna get us all killed. It's better to just kill him. Uh. Uh. You. Come on. You just imagine he's one of them people who come up to your register and just being a total asshole. You know how it is. People with really old coupons expired, but they still want the discount. And then they get on your yeah. case when you say you can't. Mm. Yeah. Um. My my kid's here. Just give her a book. There's plenty in here. I like them big red Clifford dog ones. Those are good. Oh, man. I read them to my kid. No shit. It's just a quick. Look, does Lisa do this? I don't give gonna... It's up to you. Whatever you like to do. You don't have to do Shit, Lisa's doing this. Okay. Cat um, says Dice channel your spoken. inner Aaron. Okay. <laughs> My mom's dead. Uh, so Lisa's going to try and like... Oh, fuck. How does she approach this? Yeah, no, she's... Uh, Well, no. She's going to ask this guy, do you... Oh, what Do you have... Am I going to go to jail for this? No, don't worry about it. That's not a problem. No one's going to know if everything goes right. No oh. one's going to know what happened here. And if everything goes wrong, then you're going to be in the belly of that big fucking bitch in there, just like your mother. 
Uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah, and I'm gonna attempt to kill this guy. Okay. So Lisa is going, Lisa the grocer is going to attempt to kill a DE agent that is losing his shit, um, who is pointing the gun at, uh, at this, uh, this drug dealer. Uh, cause I think it's what it was. It was drug deal cause DEA. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Megan's, uh, okay. You have 30 in melee weapons. Um, I'll give you 30. Yeah. You can take 30. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, what's your stealth at? Oh God, you're still no good. All right. <laughs> Let me see. He's he's out of his shit. He might not notice. Okay, I rolled an 85 on his alertness, so he doesn't actually see you sneak up. Go ahead and roll melee. Go ahead and roll melee test. Okay. Um, can I take some dice, Mel? You can take two. Yeah. Which thank God I did. Because uh, I rolled a 47, and with two, that would have put me up to 50, right? Okay. So that's 47 under 50. Is that what you got? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I'm checking the damage on a knife really fast here. So the damage is, uh, it's only, well, 1d4 seems pretty low, but I think that's what it says. Yeah, 1d4. Uh, 1d4. So go ahead Unarmed and 1D4. is 1d4. So a knife should be. It's got to be more. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Uh, well, one, an arm is one d four minus one. Yeah. So roll it. Go ahead and roll one d four. Go ahead and roll one d four. This is also armor piercing. That was the other benefit of of, uh, of knives. That makes sense. Three. So you come up quietly, and you stab the knife. As best you can, like you're trying to get him in the back of the neck, like you were told, but you kind of yeah. miss, and you just sort of stab him like really hard in the back of his shoulder, and he goes, Rah! and the gun goes off, and he fires. You see the bullet just you does just, he shoot the criminal? Yeah, exactly. Shoots him, and you see this explosion of red right in the chest of this Paul Momera guy. You see blood just just squirt all over the side of this because uh, you probably have him tied up. I would say behind yeah. like the library office area and just kind of cascades everywhere. And he's like, oh shit. And he turns around and he's looking at you. He's got blood on his face from the explosion. He's got a gun in his gun in his hand. What the fuck are you doing? You got one of them things in you, didn't you? You got one of those things in you, didn't no, you? No, you, you have did. one. You, you have one on your back and I was trying to get it. Oh shit. Okay. Uh, Okay, roll a persuasion test. Good save. Good save, Ashley. Would you say I'd still She's have that persuasion because I'm a mom? Uh, sure. And you also have to persuade people at Publix that you actually give a shit about them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nobody who works at a grocery store cares about you. Just nobody does. Like, no one cares. If you're the type of person who chats with it, like, just, <laughs> yep. they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there. They're just getting through the day. That's all they're doing. Don't chat with them. My Public persuade is 60, and I rolled a 55. What? There's one on me. Get yeah. it off. Get it off. Get it off. Ah, it ah, where is it? Ah, and he pulls the knife out, and so now he's got a gun in one hand. He's got a bloody knife in there. Ah, 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 and he's, like, looking around, looking around. Um, Do you want me to try and shoot it? What? 
No, where is it? Ah, oh, there it is. And he fires over there and like at a shadow and you see just an explosion in the wall where he sh- kind of fires over some papers kind of scatter. Ah, ah, and he fires over there and he continues uh, to start firing around in the uh, in the in the office. What do you do? I'm going to try and knock him out. Okay, just there's clock him or Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's just like panic response. Like she's just going to be like, it's right there. And then just <laughs> conch at him. Okay, go ahead. Uh, okay. I'll roll unarmed. What is my unarmed? Uh, 40. Oh, nice. God, if uh, I were a cruel GM, I just had to be like, mommy, what's that noise? And no. Here, but I'm not that guy. <laughs> no, this is a serious no. game. Yes. 28, Jeff, I passed. Okay. Um, and if I roll... Roll a d4 minus one. Oh, I didn't mean to roll it again. Uh, uh, yeah, just roll d4 minus one. Two. Okay. Two more points of damage. Now, the thing is, is he's already taken some damage from when he was inside as well. He's, he got trampled over a little bit. Uh, so you conk him over the head, which doesn't actually put him out. Uh, it doesn't put him down to zero, so you don't actually kill him. But with Delta Green, you don't actually have to get taken down to zero to be taken out. You actually have to go, I think down. it's down to two, I want to say. Let me double check. Uh, I think it's like two health, if I recall. Like you kind of get knocked out or some, looking, something like looking, that. Looking, looking, I think that, that sounds so right, but whatever. Anyhow. Trying to find it, trying to find it. I looked it. earlier and then I lost it. So I'm going to say it's enough to sort of knock him down and he kind of crumbles to the ground. He drops like, ah, oh, why did you do that? Ah, where is it? Is it still on me? And he starts panicking uh, and he's like, his blood still kind of pouring down his shoulder. And he's like, ah, oh, get off me, get off me. And he starts kind of trying to push past you to get into the library proper. And at this point, you can, you hear like the kids are crying. Uh, You can see that there's like the, like Castillo, like the other, like the older brother of the other kid is trying to come like, ah, everything's fine. Because gunshots just freaking rang out. You know, it's like, ah, ah, everyone's panicking. Uh, You can see Brian, the paramedic is like taking cover behind what looks like a bookcase. And this man just stumbles out. What do you do? What do you do, Megan? Um, she's gonna drag him back in to like the area and um just try and knock him out again. Megan, you, you come up behind him as he's panicking and you kinda like jump on his back. You get your you get your you you've seen it. She's you've just seen it. frustrated. Can you just shut up? My kid's here. Do you watch wrestling, maybe? I mean yeah. You're from Florida and you work at a... No, now I'm being so stereotypical. Oh Bear God. Grylls and wrestling. <laughs> wrestling, Publix. Lisa hops on his back. Lisa lives off down. TV. And he just... And he flops down. And this is the image that Luca and Sue... Sue Ann and Declan see as they step into the library, uh, having made it back. Uh, before the eyewall hits, you see Lisa dragging your partner down to the ground, Luca, and your partner kind of collapsing. You see he's got a big old stab wound uh, on his shoulder, plenty of blood. You look over behind him and you see that Paul Romero has a a blossoming 
red smudge on his chest and a bullet hole. What the fuck is happening? I don't... It's Kim! Your fucking friend here went fucking crazy! Yeah, I'm I told rush. you he was gonna do that. I'm gonna rush over to subdue Lisa here. She looks a bit crazy. She's gonna grab the gun that he dropped and she'll point it at you. If you fucking come towards me or my fucking kid, I will blow your fucking brains out, you piece of shit! Declan okay. gets to the side as fast as possible. <laughs> Fair Just, enough. We could do this in a calm manner. Just explain what the fuck is going on here. What? He, he's been jumpy this entire time. Every fucking noise had him fucking tripping. He was going to get us fucking killed. Something's trying to fucking break in here from the outside. Is the FBI agent alive? I'll go over to him. Uh, yeah, you go over towards where Ronnie is, and he's just like, uh, your boy went absolutely crazy. He was waving the gun around. He shot that prisoner, and he was going to shoot the rest of us if she didn't act. She saved lives, man. He broke. Not Jesus everybody Christ. can handle this shit. You can handle it. He can't. Whatever, we're here. We we brought the cases. Here's okay. one of them. And he and looks Swain and he sees her Lisa. carrying his shotgun and he's like, What did I fucking tell you? Don't touch shit. Take the cases and that's it. Well, you know, it's that time of the hurricane when the dumbasses come out and about and uh could have been necessary. Here you go. And she'll, like, hand it over. Did you take anything else? Did you take the... anything else? I did not. There are There is shit in that f- fucking unit you don't want. That's why I didn't take it. It's primarily shit in there anyway. Can I go deal with the woman with the gun, perhaps? And you can figure out what you're doing with the suitcases there and I'll go have a conversation with this one over here. So you head over and you see that uh, that Lisa, excuse me, has a gun. She's got her own little corner. Her kid is behind her. The other kid, Castillo, she's kind of, you're pointing it out in the direction. Everyone's kind of freaking out a little bit at this point. Declan, you're hiding in the shadows. Like you're off to the side. Mm-hmm. Luca, Ronnie's trying to tell you that Mark went crazy. And then, Sue Ann, you're going towards Lisa. So how do we resolve what, what's happening here? I have to believe Mark here since, or Ronnie, since he was in the room and saw it. And I have to, Lisa, please hand the gun back. I'm, I'm, as long as you don't point it at me, I'll stop pointing mine at you. Of course, no. There needs to be no more death here. It's fine. Ronnie explained it to me. He's the one who told me it needed to be done. Oh, what? You, ma'am, you, you you did you did well. There's a situation going on here, and you uh, need to make sure that you and your why did you guys leave safe. me here? What well, was the, so important? 
FBI gentleman said that we needed to uh, gather those suitcases for him because uh, there is uh, quite the situation unfolding here. Not that hurricanes aren't bad enough, but there's quite the situation going on here that needs attending to. But you you did you, you did thank you kindly. Well, we'll do it. It's he it it was banging on the windows. It was trying to get in. I'll check to see if Mark or the suspect are still alive. Uh, Mark is still alive because uh, he didn't actually get reduced below zero. Um, the suspect, actually, however, okay. I'm going to say he is very much dead as he took a relatively point blank medium pistol gunshot to his chest. Uh, and he is he was already not good to begin with as that was a pretty hard fall. So you have a, a dead suspect. Uh, in your custody with a shock got a shock or excuse me a shot uh, in the chest and a uh, a terrible wound on his, on his on his head that you're going to have to somehow explain to your DEA superiors agent Luca ah, Sam was here this wouldn't have gone this way I'll go up to Paul where's Ronnie I mean all right we got yeah, the cases yeah. what do we do you know anything about explosives Seen a few in there. Good. And he starts unpacking them and you can see, and I'm not going to get into the specifics of it because Jeff doesn't know it. And I, none, no one on this damn screen knows. So we don't have to get into the specifics. And he just starts unpacking various, what looks like improvised devices. Like you don't necessarily see anything like too, uh, like too fancy. Uh, but it's, it's certainly, but you can recognize materials here and there. Like you recognize some things I would say, but he starts unpacking like all these different, different devices. Cause you, you flip open the suitcase and it's got the classic kind of cut out, like the, the insert cut out and he's kind of pulling this out. And we see a montage of him just sort of walking like you and Sue and whoever else wants to be part of the conversation through, through where to place these, how this works, how far away we should be before it happens that type of thing. You're going to have to put one real close to her. Real close. Like you got to get one in the cafeteria. The rest of this school's got to go down too. We can't be sure that them little fucking snakes of hers didn't kind of scamper out down the halls. We got to take the whole damn thing down. Library too. Oh yeah. Oh god, we've got people in here. Publix. Yeah, yeah. Make like Moses and get these fuckers out of here. Where, 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 where do you want us to go? I don't give a shit. But you were never here. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and uh. Yeah, Lisa's going to start herding them out in whatever's nearest, whether it's a Publix or something. Maybe that's where we go. So if there's you a nearby Publix. I've got a key so we can get in and, and we'll be safe in, in, the, in, in, in the cooler. I think the closest Publix would actually be the one that my family shopped at for like 25 years. That has to be the closest one. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know if that's like the closest safe building to go to, but that's where, you know. The hurricane so you're gonna try is to hustle again, right? It's close. There is a timer. Almost. Yeah. It, but we it, made it back before not... it started up again. You made it back before it started up again. Yeah. Okay. So Lisa is going to take the kids, is going to take Castillo, uh, is going to take Brian, the paramedic. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was it, right? Unless, do you want to do something with Mark? Uh, <laughs> or Declan. No. Well, Declan, go. I didn't even know was there because he was doing such a good job of blending into the bookcase. Declan doesn't want to use explosives. I don't think that's quite his style. Do you want to go? Do, are you going to go with Lisa? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to the safest place. Okay. So you and your group, you leave. And you hustle and you are following Lisa and she's saying that she knows she knows how to get into public. So it'll be safe. Everything will be fine in there. It'll be okay. Okay. All right. Uh, before you leave, though, you hear Ronnie call you out. Uh, are you a New York Times acclaimed author? Is that what we called you? Uh, yeah. Renowned author and historian. Hey, New York Times. Have you read my book? You look familiar. What can I do for you? Come here. Nice and close. I take just like a couple steps, but I don't want to get too close. <laughs> okay. And you have the stuff hidden underneath your... Okay. Yeah. I'm going to tell you two things. One... Some of the stuff you write about are not far off. Number two, you write about this, and the next time you see me, you're not going to like it. You're going to remember this time as a, as a vacation. Do not write about what happened here. Do you understand I would just as soon forget this night if I can. Good. Do you so, need help? Are you trying well, to walk out of here? No, I got business to attend to. Responsibilities. You take your little dog and get out of here. If you insist. And you see... His eyes break away from your face and you see they move down and they see the bulge in your jacket. I quickly turn. <laughs> and uh, I'll say you may be here as he's, as he's, as you're walking away. He's like, oh, you'll be seeing me. I, I would pause for a moment and then just keep walking. Okay. So what are we doing with Mark, the yes, agent Luca? Completely screwed up, but I'm thinking we strap one of the explosives to the dead suspect. Okay. That I'm hoping oh. to like use his body as a bait. Like and then, feed it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. And also cover the fact that you had someone in your custody that was uh shot. Okay. And then for Mark, I'm hoping. He can get to the grocery as well. 
Declan or Lisa can take him. Lisa is won't take, isn't taking him. I I'll go back for him then when we're done setting up. Got a dog. <laughs> I couldn't possibly take anything else. Okay. Like as far as Lisa's concerned, she really truly thinks she killed him. Um, so I don't think she would. Yeah, have that makes sense. Along. Then when I'm done setting up, I'll go back for him. Okay. So you're gonna leave him here in the library with Ronnie. Yeah, seems pretty safe. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Hey, D. Okay, what's going on? Oh, yeah, we're pretty late, aren't we? Uh, what's up, Chuck? Uh, okay. I killed Ashley tonight. Not Ashley. That'd be weird because she's here. But, but I killed like, a character. First, like, what was it? Five minutes. Five minutes. I told Out you. The you were in Very first scene. I, told I was you. aware. I, I warned. I warned you. <laughs> I really did. I, it's not how I thought it was going to happen. I thought I was going to be able to suck your brains out, but nope, nope, didn't happen. <laughs> Okay, so you're going to leave these two injured people in the library by themselves. And then Sue and Luca, you're going to go about placing these explosives. Is that correct? All right, so we'll say we don't need to get into the the planning of it all. We can say montage, it happened. You talked about where to place certain things across, you know, where to place them in the the elementary school to make it look like this, this place went up for whatever reason. And so you start kind of going out. What I will want, though, uh, is I will want some stealth tests from the two of you to try to move about this place without detection is what I think we're uh, going to go with. So Wayne's going to take some audience tests for that to at least get a 50-50 shot with stealth. Okay. I have a test. Sounds good. Be able to 34. Okay. Uh, how did you do, Sue? Uh, sorry, I was muted. That's a fail. 62 over 50. Okay. God, are you freaking kidding me? So I rolled my, my test to see if any of the things that are in this, uh, in this school picked up on you guys because it was going to be a contested test. And I rolled a 90 freaking 9. Oh, wow. No. That's a critical fail. fail. I have the picture. I'll show it to you later. Okay. <laughs> so you guys are, so you guys are having to in this. So we're seeing like this, this sneaky or, you know, careful movement around the entirety of the school. You are going into certain classrooms. You're going into like gymnasium area. You're finding places to, to set these things, these kind of structural points where you think this is going to collapse. This, this is going to collapse that. More than once, the two of you hear, and you like hear the sounds of something slushing around in the water, and you look down a uh, like a hallway, and you would see that there's like one of those figures, just like you saw when the very first woman who fought you in the middle of the hallway, Sue Ann. Same type of thing. You see a few of them here and there, kind of moving around. You hear the splashing of water, and you can see this like those like kind of slithering little tentacle larva stuff that are kind of moving about uh but they don't actually detect you as you move about the majority of the school and you're placing some of these uh some of these explosives however we're gonna we're gonna zoom in on this other like i didn't i didn't want to like zoom in on that i want to zoom in on the cafeteria 
Your plan was to strap some of the explosives to the body of Paul Romero, your drug suspect, and somehow feed that to the creature that was in the cafeteria. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Are both of you going to be part of this? Yeah, I would say for, you know, whatever support defense might be needed. There are two ways into the cafeteria that you know of. One is through the main entrance. One is through the loading dock. Is there a preference in terms of the route you go? One with easier access and less flooding, if that's the thing. I mean, everything's kind of flooded at this point, but but uh, the loading dock would mean you go outside, whereas like going through the main entrance would mean you're going through the inside, the hallways and such. Given that the storm is about to kick back up, Sue Ann's recommendation might be the interior, but the loading dock is going to be, I think, a shorter route from loading dock to where we last saw her. And we're blowing the place up, so I'm not going to be inside in case we have to. (laughs) Loading dock. Okay. All right. You push the back door open. It is incredibly dark inside the cafeteria and inside the kitchen specifically, which is where you first go in. As dark as can be. Do you have your flashlight out? I always have it on in case it does. Do you you have it on? Yeah, if it's on. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's on. Okay. So you open up the door. Your flashlight cascades to the kitchen, bounces off of some of these uh, some of these stainless steel surfaces, reflects off that that black water that has now again about shin to knee high or so. Cascades around. You both hear a. <laughs> as you start dragging the body of paul romero into the kitchen it's not hard to do it's in water you can almost kind of kind of almost float him in to some degree when your light casts around it goes through a portion of the connection between the kitchen and the the cafeteria itself. And you see the light for a moment just wash over this massive bloated woman. You can't even see her entirety. You can see through this, this large windowed slot between the two rooms. You can see the tentacles. You can see that they are but hanging from them where they're where they're just sort of moving about almost like just in the, almost like in the wind, like a hair might like blow around in the wind. And there are these bodies you see their heads are just imploded. Like all of them are just flat or they're drained. Some of them you can see are just leaking fluids down, uh, down the side. And you can see that there's like a pile of other bodies that have been stacked up in the cafeteria and, and one by one, some are being pulled right up next to the body of this giant bloated woman. 
and this slit opens up where a maw just and just begins to just inhale slurp the brain fluid coming out of these bodies so you have already seen this so i'm not going to require you to roll a sand test luca however i am definitely going to require as you now see oh this is not good okay (laughs) Ooh, a three passed wow i just started retching to the side uh, you will take a D8's worth of sanity loss. Uh, seven points of sanity loss. Oh okay, I want to try to press this onto a bond. Okay, so roll a D4. Oh, it's only a one. Okay. Uh, burn no. one willpower. And you suffer, and you are suffering. Like, as you see this, you see this horrible thing happening. Maybe it's because one of the bodies that is being dragged... And now the maw is just inhaling, slurping out the brains. You see your partner, your friend, person you've worked with for some time. You see Sam. She's yeah, maybe dead. Who knows? But you just watch as her head just caves in. You see the eyes just kind of fall out limply. And you just hear that... And all color just drains from the face that is just looking at you as your flashlight hovers. And that's when Sue, with your high alertness and not having to roll a sanity test, notice one of those tentacles is starting to creep up and through the window between kitchen and cafeteria in the direction of you all. Uh, let's resolve Luca's temporary insanity first. So before we I'm going full further. insanity because six points of insanity breaks my threshold. Okay. To 32. Oh man. Oh no. You have, that's right. Luca's the only one with low sanity. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a couple things are going to happen. Uh, so you hit your breaking point. So you're going to take, first of all, you're going to end up taking a, uh, a disorder for this. So that's one thing that's going to happen. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll sort out specifically what that's going to be, but you're, you're effectively going to, to, to take that for this particular moment. Um, then you're also going to suffer from temporary insanity. So the disorder is kind of a long-term thing, assuming you survive. We can worry about that. But let's figure this out. Do you think Luca would be more of a fleer or or someone who just stands in shock at seeing this massive, horrific creature draining your friend? It's definitely fleer. After seeing the sight, just vomits to the side, drops his flashlight, and just books it. Flashlight Can't take it anymore. Drops to the ground. And you run, I'm assuming you just run back outside and you just start running. What's your con? Con is 13. Okay. Which leaves Sue Ann in the kitchen with the body still in hand. And this tentacle comes lashing out. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to roll a quick attack on you, Melissa. Uh Okay. I'm going to say it's one tentacle, so I'm going to only give her one of the actions that she would normally have. Because normally she gets to take two things, and 
I'm going to give her the one attack with one of her tentacles. It's an 85% I need a roll to hit with this. Uh, 67 is a hit. Do you fight? Do you want to fight back or do you want to try to dodge or anything? I would like to try to dodge. I'm not okay. looking so great. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll dodge. And there's a lot of, I would say because there's a lot of like countertops and things in here, uh, and it's already kind of slithering through the window that it's going to be a little bit harder for it to get to you. So you can kind of dodge behind cover a little bit more easily. So I would give you a plus 20 to your dodge uh, because there are things to dodge behind. And you're not panicking the way that unfortunately Megan did earlier in the session. Uh, that is a 23 success. Okay. 23 um, under... Um, uh, you, I, I took 10 and you gave me 20. So it was under 60. Okay. So as this thing lashes out, um, 67 is still going to be higher though. Um, I, so I think it's still going to end up hitting you, um, if I recall sure. correctly, because it's, uh, the, remember we do the whole blackjack thing, right? Yeah. The yep. higher yep. the yep. roll. Yep. So yep. 67 under 85 is I think a better roll than 20 something under whatever you, whatever your target was. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> me and my seven HP are, uh, just reading, right now. just reading Dodge really quick, just to make sure, because this could kill you. Oh, I'm aware. I am aware. There's at least three D6s, at least. And Luke, and Luke will run away. So, Sue Ann's all alone. Okay, so if, if, okay, so it says... What are we looking up? You know the Damage. attack is coming. Physically able to block or evade it if your agent is pinned to the attack. I'm just trying to figure out like the the cover thing because I do feel like it's harder to hit you. It still hits. All right, I'm gonna roll it. Uh huh. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. Lisa left. She went. Well. <laughs> that's the most recent thing that happened here not that Luca left and isn't seeing this happen to me I have good news and bad news for you I did not roll a lot of damage uh, but you're still you're still pretty pretty screwed uh, as I did roll six, six points of damage as I rolled oh. a one a one and a four uh, which total is six points of damage which puts you at one HP which means you are unconscious as Long did look it up thank you Long when Damn. you hit two HP you are unconscious and if you ever so like so like so like you're you're actually it take, as you dive behind uh, one of these uh, one of these we'll say countertops you get smacked and it falls down. The other bad news is that you are floating now unconsciously uh, in the kitchen next to the body that has the explosives that are strapped to it. Luca, you are running and sloshing through the water uh you are you said a 13 con i don't think you need to roll a full 13 con like a full 13 turns but i'll say it isn't until you get out into the playground that you finally kind of sort of like slow and take a moment to look back and i'll say at this point you will look and you'll realize sue's not following you you don't know what you just saw She's not there. She's not behind you. She's not in the water. Luca, what do you want to do? 
Gathering my breath. barely knows Suhan. <laughs> On arriving here, like two DEA agents died or are dying. I haven't saved anyone. I've got to at least save somebody. She's been with me since I got here. I'll try and go back for her. She hasn't come out yet. Wow. Okay. You, uh, you are insane. That is an absolutely thing. That is totally a thing that an insane person would do. Okay. What's your strategy for going back in? You have no lights anymore because uh, you dropped your flashlight. If, if I see dark. her at the, if I can see her at the entrance, then I'll try and pull her out. If not, she's gone. Her. Uh, Melissa, roll a luck test. Uh, hold on. I gotta find luck. Where's my luck? Where's my luck? <laughs> Officer Joe. Officer Joe is in the pile in the cafeteria. <laughs> poor, poor Carl. We don't know up. for sure, do we? 50-50 is a very important 50-50, Sue Ann. I'm sorry to say. Okay. I just it's tell you the number. Yeah, yeah it's a luck us. test. 1 to 50 is good. 51 and up Can't is bad. add anything to it. 55. You rolled another five <laughs> above? Yes. That's insane. Yes. Okay. Luca, your heart racing, your mind, who knows where. You peek inside. You hear the sounds of the wind starting to kick up. You know you don't have much time. You look back inside, and you can see that Sue Ann is currently being dragged through the kitchen, tentacle wrapped around her body. And you can see she's sort of being dragged into the cap back into the cafeteria. I would say there's a little bit of light probably because you do have one of those fancy flashlights. So there's probably still a little bit of light in here, but not a ton. You can't probably tell if she's alive or not. Well, mom, something, mom, come save me and I'm just going to leave. I'm okay. done. I'm done here. Okay. Oh man. This is going to be so mad at me. Okay. <laughs> no, we all knew. We all knew. We all knew. So this is well, this is how we're gonna sum this up. We see sort of this this montage, right? Of Luca, you're running back, I assume, to the library. Yeah, to see if Ronnie and Mark mm -hmm. are still there. Go back there, you see you see Ronnie's there, you see Mark is there. Mark is still unconscious. Ronnie looks up. Where's Navy? Couldn't make it. That's a pity. All right. Let's go. Set. We see as the three of you kind of get up, you start limping away. You maybe sling Mark over your shoulder as best you can. And Ronnie's leg is still not working. And so he is kind of his leg is just dragging behind him as you guys are sloshing through the water. You're pushing through this playground at this point. We cut for a moment and we see like Megan and Declan hustling through like as the wind is starting to kick up. The eye wall is right on your tail. We see you cutting through backyards going just like we did when we were traveling towards the uh, towards that uh, what's it called storage facility. Mm. we see you like cross like five lanes of traffic at one point even though there's no traffic on it as you're on us one you're just kind of crossing over 
We see like the green unlit letters of Publix, the grocery store, off in the distance. And we see that little mass sort of sliding in as a crack of lightning comes down. The wind kicks up. We cut again and we see more of Luca and we see... Uh, we see Ronnie and we see Mark, the D other, the, the worst D agent ever moving away. And then we see behind you guys, this massive series of explosions as the elementary school just goes up in a blaze. We cut a little bit, maybe a day later, like we see like a morning show for like a, you know, for, for a South Florida local morning show. We see like a, a woman, she's in a, you know, some sort of you know, blazer, heavy, heavy shoulder pads, blonde hair, sitting next to a man who looks entirely forgettable with sort of like salt gray hair. The two of them are going over the news and you just hear a, an awful news. It's apparently uh, Atalantana, Hypoluxo, Rolling Green Elementary, some sort of some sort of terrible catastrophe happened uh, as uh, as these days everyone around the neighborhood is worrying about uh, is worrying about branches and trees in their backyard. Someone's barbecue going through their window. You don't really worry about your elementary school exploding, but that is exactly what happened in Lantana. Uh, and we're going to have all the news uh, in just a moment. Just after this break, we're going to go out to our field reporter and we're going to learn everything we possibly can. And we just kind of fade out from that. And that is, I think, where we're going to end this opening little prologue. Awesome. Oh, man. Sorry. I thought, I thought Sue was going to make it. I thought Sue was going to make it. I didn't realize you were... That's it right. Was I forgot so you were, close. It was so close. So yes, close. I was I did, already I literally rolled 611. That's uh, 411. I was like, oh, man. Information. One away. One away. Sorry. Oh no need to apologize. Got, That's a fifty percent kill rate. I feel pretty good about that. It was ladies' <laughs> night, apparently. Sorry, <laughs> I like so sexist, too. Jeff. My goodness, <laughs> that's what they say about me, right? That's what I think. Those that's my dice rolls. Those dice rolls. So Declan oh played it safe, lived to the end. Luca, if there was little another bit of person there, maybe Sue Ann would have lived. Or maybe Declan would have died too. Or in her place. Well, that would have been bad. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, this is the origin story of Agent Luca Dante. That's what I think it is. Of course, yeah. you have so little nice. sanity, so I think you're going to be with us for very <laughs> oh, long. Oh, God. Yeah. Declan is very excited to dig into those files and start his next book. Well, the good news is that is that Sue Ann, uh, is her mother. Oh, nope, nope. She didn't. Never mind. That didn't happen. No. The good They're news is together. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at least Megan's friend, Brian, the paramedic survived. So there's That's that. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Lisa survived. Until Delta Green gets kid. to him and we just hear a series of <laughs> accidents just to quiet everybody up. Okay. And Merlin made it too. Yeah. Most so, importantly, of course. Rookie Oak. Man, back the fuck off, man. I ran in Bobby Wayne's case for 10 years for 10 months and I ran freaking invisible. Get the fuck out of here. I am no rookie. We're uh, here for the mental trauma. Anyone can kill a character, driving them insane so that Same. they kill their fellow PCs. <laughs> That's, That's the real game. Absolutely. absolutely. Honestly, right. I think it's harder. 
to kill half a party than it is to kill just one or a full party. You know, yeah. it tends to snowball. It's the yeah. It's the Merlin's mids. alive. That's all that really matters, right? It's exactly Merlin is alive. Lisa made it out. Yeah, Lisa rode I, to the occasion. <laughs> Grocery store woman. <laughs> you know, that's my next character, Josh. It wasn't planned. <laughs> I had the thought of like Lisa could also be a nurse. It's not like there's only one nurse in Florida. Sure. That was even more fun with the like, you have something you need to do because this is a really uh, scary situation right now. Yeah. Yeah. Does Delta Green have childcare? <laughs> <laughs> Delta Green. No. No, they don't. Uh, okay. So here's the plan for Delta Green. So in two weeks, we, so normally we're playing Delta Green every other week. We will not be here in two weeks as uh, apparently four of us are going to Gen Con. <laughs> Uh, Ashley is not unfortunate, but the rest of us apparently are going to Gen Con, so we will not be here in two weeks to be able to run this game. But we are going to come back uh, in August with more Delta Green. As this is this is honestly just the prologue of a much longer campaign. Uh, we're going to see the return of Luca. We're going to see the return of Declan. Uh, we're going to see what else Melissa gets to cook up. We're going to see whatever Ashley kicks up, and we also have Derek is hopefully going to be rejoining us, and uh, he's already made his character, <laughs> and his character is something. That is um, <laughs> that is the best way to sum up his character it's, idea. It's, it's a something character. It's very fascinating. Much so. It's absolutely fascinating. I uh, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, we have a whole camp. I have a, I have a campaign plan. I have a series of scenarios and things like that. That it's going to be a little bit more piecemeal. Uh, so you saw the prologue. You saw uh, well Luca's and Declan's exposure, and yeah, and that's that's how it's going to be. And so they'll be all returning people, and then we'll have some others kind of pop in as well. Uh, next game we have is tomorrow is we're going to be doing some one ring, uh, doing some second edition. Everyone on the screen here is going to be in that, uh, Monday, we're going to be back to horror on the Orient express. So if you like this kind of game, but you prefer it in 1923 while riding a fancy train, then come, uh, watch that on Monday. Uh, it's sort of that kind of game. Uh, Melissa and Steven, myself, we're all in it. Uh, Tuesday, Steven, what we got going on? Uh, we're playing Forbidden Lands, and I believe the pack will be feasting on an otter's corpse. So uh, come tune in and uh, join that. To be fair, I didn't want to eat him. I just wanted to hurt him until he died. <laughs> Aaron will eat him. That, that's that's the given. difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't need to eat him. I just want him to not be living any longer. Uh, so that is the plan. Yeah, we're going to kill Otterman. Uh, Otter McOtterman or whatever. And then next Thursday, we're going to be doing some die, the role-playing game as well. So go ahead. Uh, we played our second second session last night. It's up on YouTube. It's up on the, the main podcast feed, all that kind of stuff. So if you don't follow the channel, if you're not following the Twitch channel, please do so. We very much appreciate that. Uh, it's very, very kind if you do, uh, because it's how I judge whether I've been successful in life. Uh, and then also if you're, uh, if you would be so inclined, go over to YouTube, Ventures and Lollygagging, follow us there, subscribe to the channel, that kind of thing. And, uh, and that's great. So we're going to go ahead and raid someone now, uh, pay it forward as we got a couple great raids tonight. Um, what do we want to do? Let's see. We could do, do a little dork tales maybe. Yeah, let's do, let's, let's do, I haven't read dork tales. Let's do some dork tales. Okay. So there you go. Follow raid. Catch y'all later. Thanks for hanging out. Bye-bye. Night. Bye. Bye.